Hey, this is Jason Balin calling to say congratulations to Eric and Owen on five years of Morelia Python Radio. You guys have done a great job getting the word out uh, about our community to everybody and uh, what a service you guys do perform. So, again, congratulations on five years. Here's to five more. Python Radio. We are here five years in. Uh, I don't know what else to say. We've done uh, 267 shows, which is 625 oh, hours, which you've listened to all day and night would be 26 days. <laughs> That's a lot of time. Almost man. a month. <clears throat> oh, my God. Uh, yeah. yeah. Almost a whole month of our lives have been dedicated to um, Morelia Python Radio. Oh, man, I'm that's excited. Us talking, that's us talking 24 hours a day, right? I mean, that was like, you know, if we yeah. would not stop speaking, correct? Yeah, ever. That, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, ever. Yeah, ever. So, God, I, 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 I took, hate us after half of that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a page from uh, GTP Keeper Radio, and I, I wrote a little song at the beginning there. That was called the Five Year Show. Uh, there you was go. Was that you on the guitar? <laughs> that that was me. That was me. Yes. You you ca- I, I kind of got through because I'm like someone's having way too much fun with his guitar. That's what. Ah uh, yes. You were like oh, playing. <laughs> yeah. Just keep playing. Oh. I'm like all right. Well, he's just gonna let it ride. All right. Whatever. So yeah. Very nice. Man, I'm drinking my pumpkin beer. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to talk. I don't know. We got we got uh, our good friend Rob Stone is with us, and I just want to give a big thanks to him because he put together all these clips. Yeah, and he's the the master uh, of ceremonies here. We're yeah. All just here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're just along. This is his ride, dude. We're just. 
locked in. So, so I, I guess, uh, man, you know, I, you know, I, I can't believe that really it's been five years, honestly. Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it doesn't really feel like five years. Um, I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know, it just seems Sometimes that they like definitely fly. And it was one of those things where it's like, uh, you know, it, signing on to do this thing like with you i uh-huh. god like i think somebody said one time owen expected like maybe do it for a month and then it'll be over <laughs> um, they're 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 kind of right i wasn't i didn't think about like there was no moment before we started getting everything going that like, oh yeah five years from now i'll be sitting and we'll be doing the five-year show now that never even crossed my mind it was always this show and then the next show and that was it never never looking really far ahead it was always just whatever shows in front of us right now and then somehow the hell we just kept going so yeah that's pretty awesome i don't know what do you got rob what do you think (laughs) well i think it sounds great you know i think there was a well as you guitar solo (laughs) 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 i said the guitar solo yeah it was uh (laughs) no just right yeah, not, every, not everything's about your guitar solo, okay? Just sorry, sorry. My, my other passion. Only, right? Sorry, sorry. I got, yeah, I got, Jesus I got decided. Right. <laughs> Pull the passion back for a second. Uh, I need you to buy yeah. a yeah. six, uh, and we'll come to that later. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, I think it's you know an incredible achievement, certainly. And I mean, heck, who you know, you had more than uh, your fair share of haters saying, "Well, there's not enough content in Morelia." Uh, well, mm. as someone who's just gone through the first two years, you know, with a fine tooth comb to put this show together, man, I can tell you, there's, I mean, heck, that it took me a month. What? what it, we figured it out last week that I was listening. I listened to so much that it would be the equivalent of 30 days of eight hours a day. Yeah, um, holy in hell! The last four or five weeks, something like that, to try and pick out these little snippets. So, I mean. That tells you how much content there is, and I really can't applaud you enough, man. It's it's great for everyone who, you know, gets to listen to it at work or, as uh, Jason says, uh, while they're cleaning cleaning their enclosures or whatever it might be. So I think it'll be a lot of fun, and hopefully we'll do it next year for another uh, maybe year three, maybe year th- year four, because there's a lot of stuff there, man, a lot of nuggets, mostly Owen stuff. But, Eric, you take your first Yeah, time. well. Owen doesn't have that brain mouth filter, which is why we, uh, uh, why the dynamic works. Eric is the serious, and I'm just plucky comic relief. So, yeah. Well, at least for now, Owen. <laughs> at least for now. Yeah, Owen. Uh, just by the way, I did get this uh, application. Um, I don't know. It was on my voicemail. I'm just gonna play it so you can take a listen. Am I fine? Hey, uh, listen, uh, Eric. Uh, this is Jim from Morgantown. I wanted to give you a quick call. I know we're talking on a secure line now. And I know our discussions have gone pretty well, uh, you know, recently regarding uh, uh, replacing certain personnel on your yeah, show. But yeah, I wanted to know if you got my resume, uh, because I did send it in, and I really think that you need an upgrade regarding the sidekick and the guy that you got there for uh, plucky comic relief. Okay, listen, you got to keep it quiet. Make sure that we don't let uh, anybody like Owen know what's going on. You know, I know what it's like working with the handicap. I work with with them every day, so I know he's kind of holding you down. But I'm willing to step in, and I think we can definitely elevate your program 
to uh, a higher level and maybe even go towards national syndication, man. Okay? <laughs> I've written out a few ideas, a few things. I kind of ditched the whole thing with the clowns, with what's going on out there with, uh, yeah. you know, uh, the national uh, program, wow. nationally with those guys. So, look, that's mm-hmm. off the table. But I've got some other ideas we're going to try. And uh, I think we got uh, we can make a pretty good team and, uh, you know, uh, uh, make the program a lot bigger than it is now. Anyway, uh, something for you to consider on your anniversary program. Uh, I look forward to your call. Give me a call. You've got my number, okay? And we'll take it from there. Thanks, buddy. Talk to you later. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I got that I message. That man. No, I hate <laughs> that man. <laughs> he's, up, he's upstairs, and he knows I'm angry right now. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, that bastard. So, uh, first, off, uh, first off, Rob, I know you went to great lengths to hide the fact that you called my office several times. I want you to know. I knew from day one that you've been trying to get a hold of him because he leaves notes on his desk. And I'm walking by his desk and like he's Mr. Stone called you. And I'm like, no, there's only one Mr. Stone that would bother me. And I know what's going on here. So, yeah. And then, of course, the rest of the office was acting all weird, trying to keep the fact that this guy, Mr. Stone, kept calling the office. So I kind of put two and two together. But... I'm going to get him later. Don't you worry uh, about him. Just he's go. trying to take your job, dude. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, know. What the hell? <laughs> he's pretty I witty. Think, I, I think that I like the quickness with the clowns. And <laughs> yeah, current events. I mean, it, I, it would probably be one of the highest rated shows ever in Morelli Python Radio history if I were replaced yes. for an episode by Jim. So, of course, nothing, nothing <laughs> would get done. Nothing yeah. would get done. So, so I figure. So that uh, that gives you an idea of what the show is going to be about tonight. We're just going to go back and kind of bust on ourselves, bring up little tidbits of, uh, you know, uh, I guess highlights from the first two years that we did this. Um, I guess we'll start out. I'll give the little uh, uh, beginning. <laughs> He's a dead man. I'll give the little uh, the story for those who don't know. Maybe there's new listeners out there. I don't know. Um, but um, basically, way back and when I first started getting back into reptiles, there was a show called Reptile Radio. And uh, Rob will attest to this. Um, you know, I, I look forward to my weekly fix of Reptile Radio. I mean, you know, every Sunday when I'm driving to work, I would have this podcast which I, I just thought was the most genius idea ever. You know, it's like, okay, when I don't feel like listening to music, I want to hear people talk. And then what better than to hear people talk about reptiles? You know, um, I just thought it was just the greatest idea ever. So <clears throat> for a long time, I, I, you can listen back to some of their episodes. And it was like every time that they talked about Morelia, I would send an email in because I was afraid to talk on the air, you know, like a lot of people are today. Like for some so reason, I was so just, weird. <laughs> I know it's so like weird. I, was, I was super nervous to call in or whatever, so I would send them uh, send them a message. Um, I became, you know, I would I would talk to BT a lot via email, um, you know, and uh, he had uh, he had some jungles and he had Borneo short tails and walmas and you know we did we did some business and he was a pretty awesome guy. Um, so anyway, uh, you know. I, I guess, like, 
they started to stop doing the show. And when they stopped doing the mm-hmm. show, I was kind of bummed out, you know, and it was like it would trickle here and there. And, you know, they had some personal stuff going on in their lives and whatnot. So I, th- I thought, um, here I am starting in carpet pythons and nobody knows who I am. And um, I kind of felt back then, I mean, right now it seems, and oh, and you can probably attest to this, but um, carpet pythons back then are weren't as popular or as well-known as they are today. Same with yeah. early chondros and scrub pythons. And um, they were kind of like, people were like, they, they thought they were cool, but they kind of like, you know, were, you know, had misconceptions about them. So not a lot of people uh, were working with them. It was just a hardcore group of people that were, were keeping them. Um, so I thought, man, what a good idea to sort of get the, the top breeders on to talk about them and try to spread some information about, you know, species that are sort of, you know, not as popular, so to speak. And uh, mm-hmm. a lot of people thought I was crazy because, uh, you know, like Rob said, um, you know, how are you going to fill a show with uh, just talking about Morelia? Um, at the time, Morelia included scrub pythons, bowling pythons, uh, Owen Pelly pythons, chondros, rough scales, and carpets. So I thought, mm-hmm. This is a no-brainer, you know. I mean, yeah, this is going to be awesome. Um, so I contacted Larry from Reptile Radio, and I asked him, you know, what, what, how do you get this going? What do you do? And the main thing he said is you just have to do it, and you have to, uh, you know, uh, make sure that you pick a day and stick to it, like a schedule. You know, that way it's consistent. And um, I thought, okay. And I was going to do it by myself, but um, I pretty much wanted to copy what Reptile Radio did, uh, but just talk about carpet pythons instead of ball pythons. So <laughs> I did that. Uh, That's when our hero it, enters. <laughs> I did. <clears throat> I, I, I messed around with the idea for about uh, maybe three months. I had everything ready to go. I had to, you know, I, I signed up for blog talk and all that stuff and, you know, I just kept putting it off and putting it off. And I think Nick uh, Mutton was the guy that sort of told me, um, like, look, man, there's people that do things and there's people that talk about things. So what kind of guy are you? And I was like, okay, well, you know, it's like shit or get off the pot. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And uh, I did that one, um, that first episode where I just kind of like <laughs> wrote down some stuff. Which actually I, I think was kind of a disaster, but listening back, it's not as bad as I thought it was originally. But, um, right. you know, definitely not like – it. Def- you could definitely tell that, you know, I had no experience in doing it at all. Um, but I needed a co-host, so I think – where did I put it up on <laughs> MP? You put, you put it yeah. up on MP, and my dumbass yeah. in the middle of the night was running around MP, and I'm like, yeah, well – and I had heard about you because you had been freaking everywhere and you were buying everything. And I'm like, oh, God, there's another carpet breeder in Philly that's going to run me out of town. So I'm like, I right. better get close to this one and then kill him. So, you know, that's why I've been here for the past five years. Just Keep your enemies close. Like, yeah, 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 damn right. So, um, so it's like I, I, it was one of those things where it's, you know, I why not? No, give it a shot. And, like I said, I never even thought if it was going to become anything. So, 
You and I had like one yeah. phone conversation, and then it was a show. So. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, you know, way back in those early days, it's like trying to find your rhythm and trying to, uh, yeah. you know, not talk over each other and that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, I don't know. So um, I'm just going to give uh, uh, an idea of what was going on back in 2011, right around October of 2011. So. No. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just like, oh, God, here we go. Right. He knows uh, the pain is coming. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, at the time, um, Nick um, was talking to me about his project that he was doing with Carpet Pythons, which happened to be writing a book. Um, so back mm-hmm. in 2011 of October, there was no Carpet Python book. Um, no, you know they they were putting it together, and uh, you know I had become pretty good friends with Nick and. Um, he had, uh, sort of, I, I, I mean, he sort of taken me under his wing, so to speak, and kind of <clears throat> pointed me in the right direction for stuff. And, you know, I would ask him who has this and he would tell me who to get it from and that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, there was, there was just a forum and, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of, I mean, Facebook wasn't big back then. Facebook wasn't, wasn't the place to be. It was the forum. Um, so, you had uh, – it, it was it, – it's kind of like this just – it was just – I don't know. It, it was like a – what do you call that? Um, you know, a, a perfect storm, so to speak, of just things that were happening. Um, you had mm-hmm. the uh, the book. You know, then we had the podcast. Um, then, you know, uh, I think that's right when I went to Tinley Park. Um you know, I don't know. It was just uh, that was the car- first carpet fest was right around that. You know, like in that year, we were planning it right around that time. Um, it was just like we were really, really trying to push um, carpet pythons and Morelia into the spotlight, try to give them the recognition that, you know, we thought that they deserved. Um, so, you know, we uh, we kind of opened with a couple couple shows and we kind of had like uh I, I think it was maybe our fourth or fifth show um we had uh what i call the carpet python tour uh carpet python book tour uh where we had yeah. Ben, just and nick mm-hmm. uh all all in a row as God. guests which i mean yeah. i mean these guys uh, well they wrote the book on it for real so i mean it was to, to be able to talk to them you know it was kind of like you know, kind of nervous about it and stuff, you know, because, you know, I don't want to sound like an idiot, which was easy for us back mm-hmm. then. <laughs> oh, dear God. Um, it's easy for us you now. So, uh, yeah. So, back then, um, speaking of being idiots, um, we yeah. kind of like would, and we still do this a little bit today, but we screw up names and stuff, probably because oh, we were God. playing the Morelia, the, Morelia, the Morelia Python drinking game. So, I'm going to play this oh, clip of uh, first what the rules are for the Morelia Python drinking game. So if you want to follow along tonight, uh, feel free. And then we're going to talk a little bit about how we screwed up names. But here we go. Numerous <laughs> times. Get, get your glasses up. 
<laughs> what are the official rules, Alan, of this uh, Morelia the, the Python radio drinking of, game? By the way, the Morelia, it was on it was on Morelia Pythons this week. Apparently, there's been a drinking game invented for us, which I absolutely love the idea. Um, the official rules are, and these are straight off the of the uh, thread on Morelia Pythons, and these are chosen by you, the fans, you crazy bastards. Um, the first thing is that, Eric, if you mention Zebra, you have to take a drink. <laughs> Eric, if you mention Zebra Jag, <laughs> it's two drinks. Maternal Incubation is one drink. Uh, Halma Harris Scrubs is two drinks. If you tease me about non-cooperative Aryan Jayas, that's one shot plus a full beer chug. <laughs> um, if you say the, word, say the word passion, as in these are my passions, it's two shots. If you mention your damn albino, you have to chug whatever drink you're drinking. Or if you mention the Terry Phillip method, that's three shots. So that's you. <laughs> <laughs> For me, if I mention tigers, it's one drink. If I mention citrus tigers, it's two drinks. If I say, God damn it, it's three drinks. If I say, oh, dear God, it's two drinks. If I mispronounce Sean's name and say Sean Christensen, it is four drinks. If I put an S at the end of Terry Phillips' name, if it's Terry Phillips, it's three drinks. If I say Arian Jaya, it's two shots. If I say Black White Lips, three shots. And if Howard Redding calls in, you apparently you have to finish the bottle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I so, so wasted that. Uh, that is the rule. So if you are playing, yeah, if Howard calls in, you have to drink whatever bottle you're drinking. So, oh, Lord. And of course, he's going to love that. A lot of them are actually on their own islands. Malacca is obviously its own island. Um, you know, Kofu is own, it's his own island. And if there's anybody who calls in today and they can tell us how to properly say this name, <laughs> I would love to hear it. Because, you know, Hope while, while I'm happy to be here and, and try to educate people with what I know, I uh, am also not ashamed to say that I am absolutely horrible with saying almost any of these words. And the guy who's Perfect. laughing at me used to call Morelia Morella. Shut up. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so, uh, can you tell us about the, the – tell everybody some of the uh, scrub localities that we're kind of keeping on right now. Um yeah, can I just go through the ones? I know we got uh, Aru, Southerns, Wominas, and Kofiafu. So can you kind of like touch on each one of them? Just kind of Dude, how many you put in that word? What? I, <laughs> Wominas, <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> you know, answer the damn question. Is there any way wow. that we can? Is there any way we can hang up on one of the hosts? <laughs> <laughs> No, Eric runs everything from his computer. If he hangs up, we lose the show. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> First oh, off, God. if you actually participated in that drinking game, I am very sorry for the liver failure that you have right now. Because, <laughs> holy shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I, oh I love, God! <laughs> I, love, I love, I love how we couldn't say Kofi Al. It's like why don't we like Kofi Al? You Kofi Al? Kofi Oh shit! Oh, uh, but yeah, we did that drinking game for quite a while. Um, <laughs> um, oh, and man, no one was, died, and that's a freaking miracle. Yeah. Jesus. Um, so, 
I have one more clip to play about. Uh, let's see, where is it? Uh, <laughs> uh, gotta find it. Uh, Owen, you used to call Maclock. No. Oh. <laughs> Hold on. This is the best one. Why. This is my like favorite memory life. of all oh. of five years. This is my favorite. Wait, so I, I, yeah. Like, the snake itself is, is, you know, is a pretty snake. And then all of a sudden you say there's a morph. And then, uh, you know, people just go nuts. And, oh, yeah. You know, all of a sudden, it's, oh, I got to have that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Nick, Nick, was me that, Nick was telling me that there's uh some like it's like a uh, granite, oh. a super granite zebra, whatever. He says it looks like a matlocks, but because it's a carpet python that looks like a matlocks, it's oh my god, tons of money and crazy. But a matlocks is just a matlocks. So it's kind of nothing there, right? You know, I can get the same looking snake for like tons of money less, <laughs> but it's not a morph. Cool. Yeah, I know I mean, this is a little bit off the subject of uh, scrub pythons, but I know you keep Matlock pythons, and I have one, and I've noticed that um, it just shed, and man, the colors on this thing is incredible. They're so cool looking. <laughs> oh, man. You call them Matlocks like the just I don't know why. <laughs> I, something was wrong with me, dude. So. <laughs> yeah, we were so we didn't know we didn't know what was going on. It's a cool. I did uh, whatever. Uh, uh, uh truly the best. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't worry, dude. There's uh there's a few so um yeah, the first few years we kinda talked about um you know, uh the whole um carpet python book. So we got a few clips uh, from Nick and Justin, uh, first we'll start with, let's do, what do you want to do, Owen? You want to do Nick or you want to do Justin? <laughs> uh, do Nick. Let's get it over with. I, I'm, yeah. <laughs> the rest of them are sweeties. Don't worry about it. The rest of them are sweeties. <laughs> yeah. So, so first we'll play we'll play Nick's message uh, that he sent. Hey, this is Nick Mutton, everyone. I just wanted to call in and uh, wish Eric and Owen a party uh, congratulations on this milestone anniversary uh, show. It really kind of makes me feel old that it's been that long already. It doesn't really seem that long. Uh, and having known both of these guys for quite a number of years since they were, you know, kind of a neophyte uh, carpet python keepers, it's kind of a, a little bit kind of cool and special to see the progression that these guys have uh, come such a long way in these years and everything. So there it is. Congratulations, guys. Uh, and looking forward to many more years of uh, good quality content from you guys. So there we go. And um, That wasn't that bad. <laughs> no, 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 no. That was the message from Nick. But um, so here's Nick's thoughts on IJ breeding. Yeah, oh yeah. IJ is the easiest carpet to breed. It's absolutely stupid easy. It's so easy to breed. I think you could breed IJs on accident. I mean, I'm not trying to diminish your what you're doing. I'm not, not like that. It's like I'm just saying they are they are very cooperative. I mean, if it's uh, they are very cooperative when it comes to captive breeding. They just man, all I got are coastals. I get some IJs. <laughs> no, you fool. No. <laughs> Don't do it. It's just Don't crap, do it. Owen. No, uh, I have to stop you. 
Yeah, well, uh, uh, we all know and, how that turned <clears> out. <laughs> so here we have uh, what is called a muttonism. Okay, this is uh, this is called a muttonism. Right. I just got a message from uh, Peter Birch, uh, and he wanted yeah. me to ask you. He wanted me to ask you, Nick, uh, if Uh-oh. Anteresia suffer from muttonism. <laughs> I don't know what that is. But... <laughs> Peter has Bunch an odd sense of humor. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh man! You want me to clue him in here, Nick? <laughs> oh jeez, yeah. On, on the flight to Darwin. Uh... <laughs> Nick, Nick decided to let everybody know that you know was in within earshot that uh that if the plane went down he would he would have no problem eating us you know <laughs> on, on human flesh <laughs> so well yeah. the line has been drawn so <laughs> uh, so he he had the nickname I believe the snoring cannibal um in, in that uh, <laughs> whole episode. Nice. Yeah, even the even all this time later, Peter still every so often they'll make a remark or a comment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, make one so comment some... about cannibalism, and all of a sudden you're done. Yeah, it's all over. Speaking of cannibalism, yeah, I'm not squeamish, man. I'm. Uh... <laughs> Nick's a survivor. Yeah, stay away from Nick at the symposium, <laughs> otherwise he might eat yeah. you. Yeah, well, that's well, like I hear. Well. Yeah. So there you go, Nick. Uh, don't uh, for everybody flying to Australia with Nick, watch out. <laughs> he may eat you. Um, I mean, it. Yeah. It's quick to resort to cannibalism, dude. Like something goes down, he might just start eating people, even if they've survived. So. <laughs> yeah. The uh, here's um, here's a clip that anybody that knows Nick knows they've been in this situation. Hey, Justin, how you doing? Welcome to the show. Hey, good. How you guys doing? We're doing good. Oh, we're doing okay. Doing all right. Yeah. Right on. I was almost, uh, Nick just called. I was going to take a call from Nick, but I didn't want to be off, you know, have you guys have dead air for an hour or two. So. <laughs> Not sure why he's calling right now. I told him I was going to be on here tonight. He was the reason I'm on here. He mentioned to ha- have me on talk about viruses. So that's probably why he's calling. Just a mess. He's got a short memory, I guess. Yeah. Nick always calls me during the show too. <laughs> now you said that it, in pythons, it only leads to the stargazing, but there's nothing to do with the GI tract. Does that mean that the pythons will continue to feed and, you know, uh, poop normal and stuff like that until something goes worse? Or will they also just kind of not be able to do that? Well, you know, it's it's hard to, to feed if you've got uh, a severe infection in your brain. So I'm not sure that makes <laughs> another yeah. And i got to okay. throw this out there, too. Uh, Eric, you mentioned a couple times Morelia Pythons forums. It's just yeah. MoreliaPythons.com. MoreliaPythons.com. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I kept thinking, what is this thing he's pitching? Morelia Python forums. They sponsor all of this. Just to draw that out there. So, oh, oh, I'm not God. a man. I guess I covered that in an email. Me. I suppose, but. <laughs> well, Sean is going to be so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> Well, so. I told him, I, I sent, it's funny, I sent him my little speech that I usually do, 
And he I didn't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that that shows you. And maybe, you know, he, he deserves people going to Morelli. He, maybe he should give that by that site, too. Morelli by yeah, <laughs> forums and see how well you do. Uh, there we go. Yeah. Well, there we go. I don't know if you remember this too, but I could never get I could never get um, their website right either. You know, I would always say Australian addictions, uh, yeah, Australian addiction yeah. reptile. You know, I, yep. I don't even know if I got it right this time. <laughs> I think I might have got it wrong. We, we I don't know. You're getting absolutely wrong. It's too late. I think it's addiction. Yeah, addiction. I, otherwise, yeah, yeah. it's some strange results. It's it's very strange. I don't know. <laughs> oh, god. oh god yeah we don't really yeah. want to venture into google down this road so yeah, yeah. so um <laughs> let's see what else do we got so oh man By so the way, we got Eric, the hold on. yeah mm-hmm. you just got a uh, shout out from chris salemi he can't call in but he wanted to say happy anniversary not in the first two <laughs> years but uh i i feel like he's close there and that would bring about a lot of Owen uh, saying Chris Salami, Chris Salemi, or Chris uh, oh, I Salami. All these. That was him. Oh, that was you. That was even worse. Yeah. That was Eric. I, okay. I called him Chris Salami. Dude, I never <laughs> Chris tried. Yes. I just said Chris, and everyone knew who I was talking about. So yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's well, Chris. I, I know yeah. one of you said that uh, that well, he had to change his name to fit the pronunciation that you had just bestowed upon him. <laughs> that must. That, that sounds there. more like I mean, Owen. <laughs> no, <laughs> I think so too. Well, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but there you go. Okay, so we got two things. First, we're going to talk about the Blake Bauer show, uh, and then we're going to talk great. about truly a, Eric, a, a Mount Rushmore uh, episode. Just uh, pull the bandaid yeah. off, and we can like quickly just do it quickly. <laughs> Um, we're going to talk about that, and then we're going to talk about Eric and the passion, okay? But first, <laughs> the Blake Bauer show. So Blake Bauer, uh, let me give you a little bit of backstory on this show. So um, I had asked, again, I go back to the reptile radio thing. I'd asked those guys for I can't tell you how many times to get a scrub show together. And um, it looked like they really, you know, for whatever reason, which I understand now, uh, you know, they just – yeah, they, you know they weren't as experienced with them, or you know didn't think they could fill a show. Whatever the case could be, didn't know somebody that could do it, or whoever was available wouldn't do it. I don't know, but anyway, they never got it around. I decided that I wanted to get a scrub python show right out of the gate. So I go and I contact Blake Bauer. So for anybody who doesn't know Blake Bauer, Blake Bauer was the scrub guy uh, back in you know this time. Um, he was on MP. He was, uh, I mean, he had, he, him and David Means were like the two guys when it came to scrub pythons. Um, but uh, Blake worked with all these different localities and he worked at a zoo. So he had all this, uh, you know, information as far as like natural history and everything. I was looking forward to this show more than anything. I was so excited to get him on. The day of the show, I get ungodly sick like i had some kind of food poisoning and i think it was what a, an hour before the show owen <laughs> yep maybe yeah yep. i contacted him like yep. dude i don't think i can do it and he's like what what do you mean <laughs> i'm like i don't think <laughs> I, i'm gonna be able to do it i said i i keep throwing up i, I feel like shit 
um, I, I just, I, I don't think I can do it. And he's like, and you know, oh, and I think you were pretty nervous. I don't know. <laughs> you seemed pretty nervous. I, 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 <laughs> oh God. Well, first off, this was like, we, I'd never done a show without you. By the way, every time we do a show without you, it goes effing horrible. So, um, to the point now where Rob babysits me while you leave, and then I just talk. So <laughs> oh, don't worry, Owen. There's there's a clip that uh, we'll have later that'll that'll speak to that. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I know the one you're talking about. But anyway, um, it was uh, so I was, didn't want to do the show without you, and I had had done no research into Scrubs, like none. I knew they existed, but I didn't know shit about them. And because it's like an hour before the show, it's like crap. So I literally spent that hour trying to read as much as I could on Scrubs, and it shows that I clearly didn't read enough. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, which is it was absolutely <clears throat> horrible. So the crazy thing is, is that this will give you an idea of how much we have changed and grown over the five years that <laughs> people today know Owen as the scrub guy. Right. And they think of me as not being the scrub guy. It's probably and, because of this show, because after that I did so much research following <laughs> it. It was horrible. Yeah. So. yeah. so here's a little excerpt from the show. Now, while the show is going on, I am throwing up, um, I had to and set run up the, the board, show you know, and run the board, but uh, yeah. I had to mute myself and just kind of lay there on the desk, and I kept going <laughs> in and out uh, every once in a while and hearing what you guys were saying, but uh, here's a clip. So for breeding, uh, like I said, I know it's very difficult. I mean, I – throw my males in with my females, and then when the female produces eggs, I'm a happy carpet python breeder. Um, I know you probably have to do a lot more with the touch and go and the cycling and stuff like that. Can you give us a rundown of uh, the uh, temps, cycling, what you do for intros, things like that um, for your uh, for a few of the species of scrubs, if they're different than uh, everybody else's? Well, all right, Blake, um, thank you very much for coming on with me. Um, <laughs> Eric probably wishes he could be here. Um, and, um, again, it was awesome chatting with you, and I definitely learned a lot about the scrubs already. And um, I'll give, if you get more, if you end up breeding this year, uh, I may give you a call to pick up my one, okay? All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me all on, right. and uh, I hope Eric feels better. Uh, <laughs> I hope so too, but I'm kind of going mad with power over here, so it's okay. So I'm, I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to give him a really hard time about you know. Please. He he's been so excited for this, and we set this up months ago. And where is he? I mean, I, I know he's sitting uh, there behind his keyboard or whatever, listening in. But you know, he's listening mad at hell. <laughs> so. Oh. <laughs> Um, I definitely suggest uh, giving him a hard time. I believe maybe a thread on the forums is in order, but um, I don't know. I'll leave that up to you and the general public. Um, this way I can wash my hands of it and not be in trouble later. So. <laughs> yeah. 
There you well, go. I do I do still go mad with power when I get control of the board. I mean that's obvious. <laughs> well, you took away all the sound effects. You took away all the sound effects buttons because I apparently was abusing that privilege. So yeah, I mean, yeah. but God, that was. Well, yeah, and one so. one thing I'd like to point out there, Owen, just you know, both in your defense and uh, for the uh, eradication of everyone who's listening, is that they really need to listen to that whole episode. That's one of those where I couldn't pull out singular clips. It, it's best appreciated in its full complexity. Um, so just just give it a listen. I mean, seriously, give it a listen. It's worth your time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. God. So uh, so we know we know that about Owen. And then myself, um, you know, one of the things that I say a lot uh, is passion. And yes. in this particular clip. Owen, you were lacking passion. I was. Uh, that was uh, a pretty interesting show. Always uh, uh, cool to talk with those guys. What's the matter? Nothing. I'm like, I was sitting here like, and now is when the time where Eric goes, that was an interesting show, Owen. Here we go. So, right, go I'm sorry. You're such an ass, I swear to God. Your passion is at a negative oh, two, man. Oh, negative two. Oh, it oh, hurts. You have super caramel passion out at your house right now, and you got a negative two passion Damn on the right passion I do. meter. Sorry. Negative two on the passion meter, man. Negative two. That's all I got to say. You know, a I, I really think you know? Yeah, we do have a passion meter, and you have a negative two, my friend. I, if you want to keep doing this show, you got to have a six. I'm six as shit, six as shit, and I got a ten, man. I got a ten right now. Ah, who cares? What is this comedy hour tonight, or what? Oh I'm no, sorry, you just dipped to a negative it. three. A negative three, no, you no, are now. No. Hey, 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 hey! I am just so filled with the passion of my super caramel snatching. I can't stop. Shut up. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> uh, oh. I, I, I live in constant fear of the passion meter. I mean, <laughs> like, at any moment, it could go down, and I get a phone call from Eric, and it's like, you're not at a six, and then he hangs up. So, you I'm know. six as shit. <laughs> six as shit. <laughs> Yo, my, I, have my that, I have that printed on a T-shirt. God, can I make a T-shirt? <laughs> My Philly that's shirt doesn't come out of me when I get fired up. <laughs> <laughs> when you get fired up, it just blends together. It's just words just coming out of your uh, mouth. It's great. Yeah, God. so uh, as Owen will say, uh, we're going to do a clip of me fired up. Now, I don't really remember what I was fired up about, but I think this was the very Bad. first round table. Um, and Owen, you know how, <laughs> how fired up I was back then. So we'll listen to this clip. Uh, yeah. Well, God, I'm, I'm sure you're kind of trying. Hold on. Whoa, I have to say, see, I got all jazzed up on Mountain Dew, so I'm ready for this debate crap. So I got to save it for them. <laughs> oh, okay. So. I have actually switched my opinion recently about these things. <laughs> I will pause now for gasping as well as dramatic effect. <laughs> Now, do people feel like we're losing those guys who are keeping the stuff here? 
Yeah, I mean, we lost you, Owen. So uh, it, it, I guess it's a double-edged sword, right? Because we want to say uh-huh. that, that there's going to be enough people out there who are going to be, be breeding pure, and there's going to be enough people out there who are going to be doing mixing so everybody could be happy, but we don't really know what's going to happen in the future. Luckily, I feel like I'm in a place now in my hobby where I can have what I want, and I know I have animals that have lineages. Is that going to be the case in 20 years? I don't know, man. I don't know. Probably not. You know, I I think what pisses me off the most about anything when it comes to this type of topic is the fact that somebody will go and post up what they think is a coastal carpet python, and sure enough, Uh here comes the here comes the army. Hey, you just got you just came into the carpet python world, but guess what, you asshole, that's not really real. You know what I mean? Hey, welcome. <laughs> How you doing? You know, hey, that's a good way to welcome a new person into your community, man. And it's blasted all over the internet. It's blasted all over Facebook. Listen, you douchebag. Stop being an asshole about it and PM them and maybe give them some education rather than being uh-huh. assholes just straight out there on the forum. No wonder people are like, well, I don't want to deal with these freaking idiots. You know what I mean? That's just not a cool way to do it. That's ball python no, way. No. Excuse I me, love it when you get fired up like this. God, <laughs> yeah, exactly. the whole show. Oh, uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sound effects at all. What the hell? You got, you got mad, dude. It's like you didn't just get like fired up. You got mad. I so, know. So I mean, I you think... were throwing around words that I usually throw around. So I think so we'll what it was is. Yeah, I think what it was is that uh, now that I hear the clip, and I think that um, what upset me was is that you have somebody that's new coming into carpet pythons, and you know they say, mm-hmm. "What is my carpet python type of deal?" And uh, <laughs> that was my rant before I referred to them as royal pythons. I did change uh, because I wanted to be more high end. But I don't think you have any <laughs> clips of high end in here. Um, anyway, that, that, that was that wasn't that not in the first two years. Come on, yeah. Oh, okay, you didn't start. I didn't on get high end until after that. I not didn't yet. get high no, end until is... year three. Um, no, but um, no, it just upset me that you would have new people come in and rather than try to be, uh, you know, welcoming, um, I saw a lot of people being, you know, for lack of a better word, dickheads. Um, you know, and it was just kind of, uh, you know, I don't know. I, it was upsetting. So I was pretty pissed about that. Um, so there you go. Um, Owen, I think this yeah. is probably your fa- – who was your favorite guest? Ooh, this will be good. Eugene, Eugene Bissett was one of my <laughs> <Okay>. favorite guests. <laughs> That's what I thought. So yeah. we got a montage of clips here. Um I'm ready for you, buddy. With with <laughs> with us and Eugene. Um Eugene is uh is uh I mean me and Owen and I I, I don't want to speak for Rob, but I think we look up to him. He's been in the business forever. Um and he and he cracked but, me up. I mean the entire episode one of the reasons one of my favorite what? episodes because I could not stop like laughing, like I had to mute myself numerous times. It was yeah. so well, he's good. always at a fifteen on the passion meter. There's no doubt. Dear about that. God, 
Oh yeah. Fashion scale. I hope, I hope, I hope in this clip he talks about the lunar cycle. That's all I hope. I hope that we hear. Uh, the it's in there. Don't worry. Of the, of the, uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Eugene Bissett. One. Yeah. Good evening. I'm excited. But let's. Uh, you guys seem like you're fired up as usual. I guess you guys are just sober tonight. Is that it? Oh, uh, yeah, well, I, I admit to nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to tap into the uh, to pumpkin ale, so uh, that always gets the juices flowing uh, right oh, around Jesus. the fall time. <laughs> so you devil you with your yeah, pumpkin yeah. ale. That part of it has probably been mind-boggling to me to see how many millions of dollars have been wasted just by people not doing their homework. They put it this way: they went out and caught a whale, and they tried to put it in an eight-foot John boat, and that damn thing sunk. I wonder why. Okay, <laughs> so that's been the metallium tell you a lot of people that get into this business per se or this hobby they they do everything but backwards because they make emotional decisions before they make logical decisions <laughs> so that's that's the thing um you know if right. i want to go out and shoot something i can go out and shoot something if i want to go out and run around naked i can go out and run around naked you know <laughs> that's that's the thing about being out in the country now i know i know you guys up in baltimore run around naked but you usually get arrested but you know Actually, we're in, we're in Philadelphia, so oh, Philadelphia, um, God forbid, you get arrested and shot. So yeah, <laughs> but whatever, Philadelphia. Listen, from the from Richmond to Boston, as far as I'm concerned, it's just one solid city. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys can have it. I mean, I love visiting you, but you ain't getting me to stay up there very long. <laughs> I'm you, man, I'm, I'm I'm proud to be from down here. So you know, I don't care what you call me, except gone. We got uh, like just a few more right here. Um, if uh, if you can hang out with us. Oh yeah, man. I mean that's what I live for, right? Sweet. But, yeah, keep so, up the good work. Write it down. Get a lunar calendar from Celestial Products. Give them a call. Tell them I sent you. They'll think you're crazy. <laughs> cool. Oh, Goddamn no, another lunar one. calendar. Yeah, well, oh, no, no, you're, you're exactly right. They're up there, so oh God, someplace up in Virginia or something. You can find them online, Celestial Products. I mean, they got a massive catalog with a lot of cool things, but just get the lunar calendar. You know, that's what I should have brought up there to the ICS meeting was a lunar calendar and, you know, auctioned it off, but it's almost, the year's almost over with. But it would have been fun. We'll just have to do it next year. Like I said a long time ago, what would you learn if every egg hatched? Nothing. Mm, true. I would it be nice if they'd all hatched. Yeah, I'd be lying if I didn't say that. But I've learned so much more when things don't go the way that I thought they should go. You know, I found out I'm not God. I'm just Eugene. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of people out there that you know think they're God. Well, I got news for you. Look in the mirror and see if you can change anything. Not gonna right. happen. Years ago, somebody nailed me down at a, at a meeting and said, "Well, if you could only have a pair of snakes, what would you have?" And I said, "Well, if it was up to me, I'd have. If I if I could only have one pair of snakes, you know, to survive with, I'd have a pair of Burmese pythons, and they would be head out yes. that. that. That way, I could, <laughs> them, yes. I could them, and I could you know, use them for leather because with berms, you know, I mean, I could cover the world in leather. And the guy thought I was crazy. I said, "Well, if you, you know, I'm thinking from a survival point of view. If I was stuck and and, and had to have something that I could reproduce." Right. that I enjoyed working with that would put meat on the table and, and, and put a product out there, which would be leather, you know, that sort of stuff. Of course, you know, a lot of people might find that to be appalling, but that's, that's fine. They need to get out of their soapbox life. 
out there and check out the world. That kind of stuff. I mean, listen, somebody's always going to complain. Sure. You can't. You can't. (laughs) That's human nature, right? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know how Owen is, Eric. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) Sam, what's his lunar cycle? Is this day zero or day twenty-eight? Huh? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's on twenty. Well, last show he was on twenty-eight. Now he's on zero. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe he just hung up there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got. Let's be nice, guys. Let's let's be polite. (laughs) We have children out here listening to this. Some of them are in their forties and fifties. That's the problem. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, I, I've been told. I've been told they need to watch that for people allow their children to listen while they play us, and I kind of let my mouth run. So, yeah, do you kiss your um, children with that mouth? Exactly. I, I don't have kids. So. Yeah. You know, right? kids uh, so you're not a proven breeder yet, eh? <laughs> Uh, when are you gonna when are you gonna become a real breeder? When are you gonna, you know when are you gonna replace ra- yourself? We're still raising them up. <laughs> still raising oh, yeah, them up. I'm not ready yet. Yeah. More now. Whoa. Yeah, still them up. I didn't. Hey, I didn't think they made a diaper that big. Come on. <laughs> Goodness uh, gracious. Yeah, I mean, you got to become a proven breeder, bro. You know, got to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure that you know that it's it's your seed, not somebody else's seed. You know, <laughs> you, you don't want a green yeah. tree python popping out out of that, uh, you know, out of that uh, black. Yeah. Uh, we better shut yeah. up. Uh, I got a message today from Casper, and Casper. now that you're like, yeah, now that you're breeding these mutt carpets. Um, and you're into the to the hot we got you we got son a little, of a bitch. We got a little message from you. I've got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. <laughs> That's right, Owen. You are now one of us. <laughs> I only have I only have a granite jaguar. I only have a jaguar head granite. Okay. And the ivory jaguar. <laughs> Yep. And the zebra jaguar. God damn it. All right, fine. I quit. Drink up. Uh, I thought you would like that. So. Yeah, I go. mentioned that to. I mentioned that to. I ran into Scott at White Plains. I mentioned to him that I got the zebra jag, and he's like, "So basically, Morelli Python Radio now is just you and Eric talking about your mutts." I'm like, "No. <laughs> no. Yeah. No shit. <laughs> what have I done?" <laughs> Again. I've okay. got news for you. You are mine now. You belong to me. <laughs> I do enjoy Casper. So. <laughs> In uh, all his forms. <laughs> oh, there you go. Oh, man. <laughs> that was Eugene my favorite has... part. <clears throat> Eugene I, does have I, some... Uh... I forget what, what episode... I forget what episode it was, but the guest must have had me confused with somebody because they're like, well, you just had a baby, right? And uh, like, hold on. Voice. It's coming on. It, it's oh, coming. Oh, it is? Hold oh, God. All right. Hold I'm, the phone. I'm, I'm quiet now. All right. Uh, you want to jump into that one? I don't think get that pitch. Let's do it. That's a short little clip. Let's do it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, just trying to find time for all of it now. Yeah. 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 yeah and I know um, Owen, Owen just you just had like a baby what two years ago? The baby human? 
Yeah. No, <laughs> hell no. <laughs> Who was it that had a, had, had a baby a couple of years ago? Oh, he said baby human. Baby human. That was a good one. No, I had to uh, check. I'm trying to remember. It was somebody up oh north, but not north as in like central north. That's the one. Uh, baby human? It's like my voice went up there because I'm like, why? What have you heard? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, so we have uh, we have another group of clips from uh, Eugene Bissett. Um, and this one was the show. Uh, am I right, Rob? Right before ICAST. And right. Exactly. So it's Eugene, Pete, Mark Spataro, but Pete didn't show up for the first hour. Right. Okay. So I know there's some priceless gems in here, so let's let's oh, it's take good a look. stuff. It's Eugene who's best. Yeah, that's me. Hey, Hello. Gene. Who am I talking to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening to you guys. This is uh awesome. this, this is Eric. Uh my name's Eric and uh Eric, Owen. Calm down. Owen, say hello. Eric, <laughs> calm down. It's okay. <laughs> hello, Eric. <laughs> hey, hello, Mark. Welcome to the show. Well thank you for having me. I'm honored. Thank you very much very for cool. coming on. Jeez. So, um, this has got to be a labor of love. This whole uh, arboreal symposium for everybody involved. I mean, I've never seen this much these this, this many snake breeders get ramped up for a show this quickly. I'm jazzed to going. So, please, can we just get to August already? God damn it! So, right. And I was on there, and somebody chimed in. And they kind of gave me third degree, wanting to know why that I quit doing green trees. And they really kind of, you know, polite way cussed me out. And I said, hey, dude, I did it hard and strong nonstop for 28 years. I said, I'm kind of tired of it, you know. And I said, there's <laughs> other things to do besides green trees. And it's not that I don't love green trees or Morelli. Don't get me wrong. But I said, you get 100 females in production every year. You maintain 100 girls breeding and what it takes to support it and all the paperwork and all the blah, 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 blah. And I said, you have no idea what what it is to take to make it happen. I said, I honor your question, but I said, I haven't quit on them. There's just a whole buttload of other people out there that are empowered, that are encouraged, and that know how to go out and do it where the animals are more affordable and, and we've studied and we've seen so many crazy things going on. That's what's supposed to happen. Success is supposed to breed more success. Success is supposed to encourage others. You know, it's like for years, Martin, people couldn't, people used to say, nobody can run a four minute mile. And then the year, I forget the gentleman's name that broke the four minute mile, the next year, 16 people ran a four minute mile or less. Once somebody right. does it well, once people start to learn about green trees and everything else, go, okay, they're not so bad. They'll breed, they'll live, they'll reproduce. Yeah, there's some quirks. Yeah, you got to watch out with this, that, and the other stuff. I mean, and that's the kind of guy that will learn what needs to be taught by life. You know, I told Offenberg years ago, uh, I said, I'm a student of the serpent. I don't need a book. I just need to pay attention to the animal. And he just kind of chuckled and laughed. And, you know, and I said, well, it's the truth. I said, you can't get a degree in in reproductive physiology at the University of Florida or at Berkeley or Caltech or at University of Virginia. You can't get a degree anywhere on reptile or much less ophidian reproductive physiology. You know why? Because ain't nobody written the course yet we're doing it we're writing the course but you know what we're doing it online we're doing it over the phone we're doing it at meetings we're doing it at socials we're doing one-on-one phone calls that's how we're educating people you know we don't need to go to a university we're doing it through the universe 
of interest. We're doing it through the universe of passion, like-mindedness, and stuff like that. Opportunities, you know, and, and to quote my good buddy Vin Russo with, you know, Uncle Vinny, and uh, he's 18 years my junior, hmm. and I love him, um, and he's one of my best friends, period, and, and known him since he was a kid. But he would always say, Eugene, that's a good start, you know. <laughs> regardless of what we accomplish, regardless of how good we think we are or how great of a day we have, you know, he would always humble me and say, it's just a good start. And it's the truth, you know. You, you get to that line, Eric, where when you have that clutch of 50 Bowling's eggs, Mark, you don't go bananas. You just go, okay, this is cool, 50 eggs, never heard of it before, Some, something happened here, you know, and they all hatch, you know, and they're all and they're all fine. You don't get too excited. You just be cool, man. You just chill. You just relax. You be content. You're blowing up inside, you know what I'm saying? I understand that. <laughs> because you're going to have those days when the pregnant female is just going to puke, roll over, and die. Um, you know, I could tell some stories about Pete, and I'll keep it clean. I, I remember when he came out of nowhere <laughs> And uh, you know, I said, Pete Call. Who the hell is this Pete Call kid? This you know, Swedemeister. I said, Who is this knucklehead? Because I think it was uh, what uh, Frank Reedus, John Ruiz, and Ernie Wagner, and somebody else had bought into all those albinos, and for years they tried like hell to to make them happen, and they couldn't. You know, and everybody got to the point where they'd given up on albino boas and stuff like that, and then this upstart cocky guy with a tremendous attitude and a swagger to him, you know, and you know Pete and, and stuff, and I'm being polite because I love him. I think of him as a son in some ways. And he come along and, and he just takes over everything. And I remember I said, you know, if you're really producing heads and if all these animals you say are really head for albino, you're going you're gonna to change the market. You're going to be able to write your own story. But I said, if not, we're going to burn you at the stake, Jack. I mean, we're just going to burn you. We're all, we're all going to get out our PhDs, which stands for postal digger. you got to have one in this business and bury oh, your eyes, you know. And he said, don't worry, man. They're all heads, man. They're going to produce, you know, as he lit up one and poured himself about three fingers or something. But, uh, <laughs> man, I'll tell you what, he has kicked it, and he has done an incredible job, and, you know, the rest is history. But Pete Call, I mean, that's a chapter, Jack. This is a global market. This is a global interest. There will be people in Indonesia listening to this archives. There will be people in China listening to this on archives. They'll get somebody to you know, to interpret this, you know, that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. There will be people in Ukraine, in Russia. There will be people in India listening to this show. Maybe not tonight live, but they will, and I promise you, they will listen to it because those hungry kids of all ages, Mark, they will seek this show out. They will seek these archives out. They will be relentless because they got a burn in their gut. They want to learn. Absolutely awesome. That's why what you guys are doing is is just so huge and so positive. And I just commend you for for doing it because it's time and money out of your pockets. I know you love doing it, but it's a labor of love. And uh, yeah, kudos to you guys. Keep up the good work. We we need more of you. Thank you. Yeah, see, and I say Philadelphia because then I don't have to go too far. So, <laughs> and there's, there's no good meeting here. places in Philadelphia. That's uh, true. Seriously, where, where, in, where in Philly would you go except out of town? So. No, trust me, and forget. <laughs> I thought you could say I, I talked well, to him. Well, Pete's one of these guys that Eric, you got to have the F word as part of your analogy, and that F word is to forgive, and you know and, and stuff. And I'm not making excuses for Pete. He's a grown man. He's he damn well able to take care of his own 
stuff, but like like Mark said, he just gets distracted with stuff and everything else. So we love him regardless. We'll just beat up on him a little bit, you know what I mean? We'll tell more crazy stories, uh, you know, about Pete Call. I mean, he is a chapter. There's no two ways about it. Somebody try to write a book about him, you know, it, it, it's out there. Mark would because Mark spent so much time with him. I mean, Mark, for years there, you know, Mark was the, was the backbone and the sphincter of that whole operation. He kept it flowing and he kept it standing. And, you know, Pete was very, very lucky to to have Mark, and I know he would admit it. <laughs> awesome stuff. <clears throat> I like that. Man, that well, he sure does have more the, Yeah, he sure does have a lot of like, uh, like I don't know, just the way he talks. He just mesmerizes me. You know what I mean? You're just mm-hmm. like in a trance. You know. It's like, I tell you uh, what, though, Eric, man, as I said before, it's really hard to uh, to cut his stuff apart because just one thing turns into another. It's really – and it's all great <laughs> stuff. So, it, man, it yeah. was a pain. Uh, yeah. It was a pain. That's definitely dude. a show. I mean, we don't talk. It's like we just let Eugene go. It's like, hi, Eugene, and then we just stop talking, and he just goes. It's like a Nick Mutton show. So, right, you always say that's that's a Nick show, but man, I'm telling you, that's a Eugene show. That's not a Nick show. That's a Nick show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, all right. So, should we play the iCast clip? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, what, this what, is good. Oh, God, is it drunk, Casper? Yeah. Yeah. So it actually is. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Rob, maybe you want to set this clip up a little bit of what we're listening to. Um, right, okay. So this one's actually at the show. You guys are trying to do a live record. This is really hard to parse out because there was, man, there was a lot going on. The, the conversation you actually had with the uh, pseudonym Aaron Florian was, was really great, actually. There was a lot of good material there. But uh, the one part that really stuck out was this little Casper bit, and you're actually engaged in conversation with uh, Tim Morris at the time. And definitely thrown off by it, and it was pretty great. Well, Casper just took my phone. Without all the other stuff I was talking about the other night, um, mm-hmm. he was a an eggmate. Um, his eggmate died. Um, he was a runt, and Trooper gave him to me. This was the summer of '93 down in uh, was it the Twin Towers? So it was Orlando before they moved it to Daytona. And you know, and he was like, he was like, you know, because I had volunteered at the zoo, and he kind of gave it to me for my services there um, as a nice gesture. And uh, you know, he was pretty frank about it. You know, this thing's a runt, smallest one ever hatched out. It's doing well now because it was hatched out in February, I think, or January. So it was, you know, a good six, seven, eight month old. And so he was like, well, you know, this thing's not going to mount to much. You know, he's a little guy, whatever. And, I know you'll give it a good home. I'm like, yeah, cool. So I took it and grew it up. You know, I take sheds in there and show them. Say, hey, look, man, this thing's growing. This thing's good. So then I also had another female from the exact same litter, and mm-hmm. that I bought from him at the same show. And since he gave me the mail afterwards, you know, I went back and said, hey, listen, you know, I don't want to breed, you know, litter mates together. So do you have any other females we can trade up? And so. He gave me this other female, which was a uh, litter make the powder, and Joan Collins, two other very well-known high blue females. And so, you know, I wound up pairing those two together, and, uh, you know, this uh, Mr. Blue came out. He was very unique. Um, he was really? very dark. 
very reduced pattern. Um, you know, he's very different than, than all of his, you know, litter mates. But that's kind of wow. what happened. So he was kind of like the little engine that could, you know. And um, that guy went on to sire some really good litters and turned out to be a hell of a breeder. Not, not bad for being not amount to really much of anything for a little guy. Well, you're I mean, even the gift and saying, you know, here, man, here's something for you. Go at it. But, uh, yeah, it was it was extra special knowing that, you know, he's – and I, I knew he knew it would survive. He just didn't think it would become a breeder is what he said. And, yeah. Um, and that wow. thing went on to breed some great litters. And so he was a, he was a phenomenal male. That's fantastic. I, I, I very much like that story. So. Yeah, it was a good yeah. one. You yep. know, I mean, he um, – you know, I mean, to come from something like that, and I think he was only, if I remember correctly, he was only about four or five grams at birth. Jesus. So, I mean, he was really small, and I know Trooper was saying he had to get him started on lizard-scented food and all this, and outside. he was a little worried it wouldn't make it. Wow. That's amazing. I just wanted to hide. And I love ICAST, and Oven is great. And uh, please try these fucking super caramels. Oh, oh man. We can't so. freaking Because the problem is, is that we tried to do which is why we never do live shows anymore, one. Correct. We, we started it. And the problem is, is that your mic was picking me up talking, so I had to go all the way to the other side of the freaking room. Otherwise, right. there was plenty of content like, there, Owen. Don't worry about it. But it, I, I was I horrible. This, people need to listen to it for themselves. That they couldn't I know, be captured here. But it's great because I'm talking and he comes up behind me and he just takes the phone out of my hand and I'm like, no, no, and then he just starts talking into the phone and it was over. So and, and Tim was, was definitely hilarious. scared. It, it was it was really great, right? And oh, it's hilarious! Keeping I purposes, it. Yep. Well, fabulous. Just for record keeping purposes, that that initial part where Tim's talking and Bill will check me on this. I believe that's the story of quote the Morris Mr. male, um, and that Mr. was Blue. the sire to Mr. Blue. Yeah, the sire. Yeah, to Mr. Mr. Blue. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, truly, truly fabulous. <laughs> yeah, that uh I believe in that show we talked to um Daniel Natouche, yep. Arian Florin and um uh Tim Mead. And then oh uh, yep. uh what's Tim his Moore. name just yeah. jumped in. Yeah, Tim Moore, sorry. And then and Casper just jumped in at the end. Well, after I got my phone back from Casper, Buddy took it and wandered off and I just went someplace and Got far too drunk to continue. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Well, I, I guess think you might have been there to begin with, my friend. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was that. I mean, I you did leave me alone in the room with Howard for like a good two hours with Ooh. alcohol. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> that's a rough yeah. one. We'll hear from um, him later. Don't worry about that. Oh God. So, <sighs> so just so. You know, for people that were into carpets then and Condros and Morelia, um, then um, they understand the excitement that those first two years had. Um, I mean, again, we had the complete carpet python book. We had 
uh, you know, the podcast coming up. We had the first Carpet Fest. We had uh, ICAST, Mm -hmm. you know, and ICAST was just, I mean, I thought Carpet Fest was cool, but ICAST just took it to another level. Um, I mean, and, you know, we got to meet, that's the first place I met Bill, um, Bill Stiegel, um, you know, what an awesome guy. I remember him walking up to uh, to us at the at the thing and asking us to sign a complete Carpet Python book. And me and you were looking at each other, Owen, like, what the hell does he want <laughs> our waiting. signature for? I was, waiting to <laughs> like, see, I was honestly waiting to see who was coming up behind me that he was actually talking to because I couldn't yeah. comprehend why he wanted me to sign a book that I had nothing to do with. And so it was... Bill, Bill's just Weird. very advanced, okay? So we're going to the uh, the theory of advancement out of the University of South Carolina, and that's, that's where that's coming from. So don't worry. Bill <laughs> is very advanced. <laughs> yeah. You know, the other thing is that year, Bill hatched out that Ocelot Zebra Jag, which yeah. is just – it's just amazing animal. It's one of my favorites in his collection. I know he has awesome animals, uh, you know, chondros and this sort, but that's one of my favorites. Um, I, I, I just think that that – I just remember when that hatched out, I was like, holy shit, it's on another level now. You know what I mean? It's it's kicked up another level. So, um, I don't know. That was just a really, really good time and uh, um, just, uh, you know, it just – I don't know. It was just really exciting back then. Um I don't want to take all the time, Owen. What do you think of ICAST? It was it was a really good time. It was a really good show, and it was one of those where uh, you you could come down and go to the symposiums and learn a, a ton from all these speakers, or you could just come down for the show at the weekend. I loved it because everybody went to these courses. We all hung around, checked out each other's animals, and then we, you know, drank and ate at nighttime. And ICAST, of course, like holds a special place for me because that's like uh, the the scrub that I brought was voted best in show. We got the award for all that stuff, um, and you know it was one of those. It was first uh, meeting Rico, and he was the one who actually told me before the show because I had put our Wamina, Wamena, whatever you want to call it, scrub in and not the and not the Malukin. And he comes over and he goes and he, he literally takes my entrance form, cro- puts a line through it and points to the Malukin and says that one. And I'm like, all right. So I just took his advice and boom, there you go. And it was uh it was awesome. It was a great time, a great show. Um I look forward to if they ever do one again, I promise I'll be there front and center. So uh yeah, hopefully they do get it up and running again. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm certainly hopeful. You know, you guys, you guys were right listening to these past episodes. You were correct in saying anyone who didn't go, and I know Buddy kept harping on this. Anyone who didn't go would regret it and would mm-hmm. uh, certainly have missed out. And yeah, I mean, that's been proven completely accurate. Three years later, retroactively, you'd say, yeah, totally. You know, uh, I feel impoverished for not having been there. Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a, definitely a, a an experience for sure. Um, so I'm thinking the next spot that we should go to because I think this will tie in together is um, so 
back in these days, I was carp. Well, I still kind of am, but back in these days, more so is that I was carpet python morph crazy. So yes. first, let's get Owen's thoughts on carpet python oh, God. morphs. <laughs> Some of the things that we're going to be able to do in order to expand the morphs and expand the uh, um, the whole complex is we're going to have to cross into mud. I mean, you're never you would have never gotten the super uh, exanic zebra if you hadn't crossed into it. I mean, exanic was in coastal, yeah. correct? Yeah. So and, you had to do and, that. And then you're missing out on something that is a fantastic-looking animal. Now, I think that I'm beginning to think more and more. And, uh, you know, I'm going to get flack for this because I've listened to the older episodes and realized how stupid I sounded, that in order to have the complex reach its full potential, you have to do integrating to a certain extent, but you have to do responsible integrating. And if someone's going to give you flack for responsible integration, shut up. It's not your snake. It's just the way it is. <laughs> All right. Listen. I was young and foolish, and I had no idea what I was talking about. All right? It was just – no, actually, that's probably spot on. But it's <laughs> funny. <to> just... <laughs> yeah. It, it, so, it, and it, it, that, all, that all freaking still rings true. It's funny. So. Yeah. So what we'll do is um, we'll play um, – so a lot of my stock came from Paul Harris, and this mm. is a pretty funny clip of. of yeah, this us is and one of Paul. my favorites, Eric. Yeah, just something about it. Thank you. It's one of my favorites. Hopefully, in six weeks' time, if anybody's listening and they want a carpet python, then um, yeah, I'm going to be shipping around six weeks' time, I guess. Okay. So how much of that stuff is actually going to Eric? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's between Eric and his bank manager. So it's just like a box. It's like this is all Eric stuff. Everybody else's is coming tomorrow. So, jeez. Yeah. Well, I kind of like the program that I send it to Nick, and then he raises it up, and then he sends it to me. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how Nick likes that, but uh works out for me and Paul. Yeah. So I think I yeah. think he's I think Nick's getting the the, the short end of the store there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least yeah, he is, Paul, is forced into working with, with um integrates then and crossing. Yeah, exactly. We keep him yeah. on his yeah. toes, Paul, don't worry. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So maybe, you know, it comes to the house and he, you know, he's probably kicking himself and saying, damn, I could probably make this. And here it is, sitting <laughs> in my tub, and I have to raise it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, a man's got to have his principles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that one. So here's my um, my take on breeding carpet pythons, but it depends if you're doing it for real or for fake. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah, I mean, the past wait, couple years, wait, I'm kind of you... like uh, you, Don. The past couple of years, I've just invested a ton of money into carpet pythons because... Really? I just love them. <laughs> That's number one. Yeah. But, you know, I'm just like, you know, do I want to do this for real or do I want to just 
kind of do this for fake, you know, and this for fun. I mean, you know, it's like, and <laughs> no, just really breeding the curve of it on, yeah. which is pretending. Well, you know what I mean. I kind mean, of like, pretending. Those are rubber eggs in the cage. I just threw them in to see what a breeding like. Yeah, exactly. Like. It's all uh, a sham. Eric has no stakes whatsoever. It's all, it's all a lie. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like I have a couple, um, I don't even know what they are. They were sold to me as uh, Atherton carpets, but they look exanic. And yeah, Atherton carpet pythons. Well, they came, they came from Derek Roddy, and they were sold to him uh-huh. as uh, Atherton jungles, right? But, yeah, like Atherton uh, people uh, in the locality in Australia is what you're talking, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah. I'm not yeah, going to say Atherton. that they're... I'm like, oh, no, yeah. Oh, that Atherton is in, is in <laughs> Australia. Dude, you got head. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they're. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, African, so, African carpet. Don't. <laughs> yeah, right. Don't don't think that Owen wasn't uh, in 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 on the uh, the whole morph game either. What's up, no. Owen? What's going on? Panthers. <laughs> that is all that is going on. They're going straight to it. We're canceling talking to everything else. Panthers. Who can get Owen Panthers to his house right now? Oh, man. I know. It's, uh, uh, yeah, that's kind of the uh, the news of the... Uh, that is blown up the... as of yesterday. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, the uh, quote-unquote new morph that's an all-black jungle carpet python, which turned out to be bullshit. But <laughs> fake, fake. Poor, <laughs> yeah. poor deluded Owen. He wanted those spray-painted carpet pythons so badly. <sighs> so, if yeah, right. So if you listen to the show, you know that Owen and I uh, approach breeding and feeding and keeping somewhat from a different position. I've often wondered, <laughs> how does Owen feed his snakes as much as he does? Uh, here's a little you clip better. that lets us <laughs> get a little so insight into it. Like, if I have a need for live pinkies to get something eating, I've waited and scheduled around a reptile show. Right. Yeah, I know. That's course, true. But the easy thing is, you know, I work in the lab, so there are always discarded, normal, <laughs> non Infected mice that just somehow make their way home. But oh, okay. <laughs> Probably shouldn't have said that on the radio, but <laughs> it's right, be fine. Fair I'm enough. really down on speaking to PETA members right now, am I? That's right. what I thought. So. <laughs> um, so those were back in the good old days when I could get food from work and just bring it home. Dad yeah. doesn't breed rats for anymore, so yeah. Damn it! The object of your so, concern was very funny there. Eric <laughs> 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 was looking at it from your employer, and you were concerned yeah. about PETA. That was great. That was, <laughs> I that one, yeah. <laughs> so I feed a little less, and I don't know if my results really paid off because here's me Ooh. talking about a clutch um, that was not the best. So I come home and I'm super excited. Uh, I see the Sisters uh, Tiger in her uh, in her pose. Uh, you know, you just know when you open up the cage. There she is, wrapped around eggs. So uh, 
I'm, I'm thinking, nah, I think I'm, I'm going to pull it because I was a little nervous about the, the egg binding and the caramel girl, so I just wanted to make sure. So I pull her off, and there's one egg. <laughs> one. Well, he sent me all these pictures going, look, she's wrapped up, she's coiled, and then he texts me later, I got one egg. I'm like, what the hell is that? I, you guys one egg? If you had more than four, I was looking at that going, that's a little tiny beehive. There ain't much in there. Oh one, one egg. I don't know, man. <laughs> Maybe I got it wrong. <laughs> I, I did absolutely love that uh, one egg thing because she's like, I got one of them. I'm like, well, does she have any more left? No. I'm like, oh, that sucks. So, but yeah, it was funny. Truly yeah. something. That did hatch, right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's just mind-blowing. It really is. And that female has had more clutches with more than just one egg, correct? Yeah, that's the female that did the uh, citrus tiger's head albino. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. You're fine. <laughs> when he actually uh, crossed some poo, then she actually gave him more than one egg. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, eat it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, Owen, you have a different approach uh, to breeding. Here we go. You like to yeah. talk – you like to talk to the snakes, which I, I never yeah, adopted like this. The, the, I never adopted this philosophy, but be quiet now. <laughs> and then also, there's the uh, inevitable um, stare at my snakes that I want to breathe and say, "Come on!" So, well, yeah. yeah. Would that would that be the IJs? <laughs> Among others, I mean, we want to talk to the brittles and. The jungles, yes, the goddamn IJs. Shut. Uh, <laughs> yes, yes, the IJs can't get the IJs to go, huh? Stop you bastard! <laughs> your voice, sort of got to bait you. One more, one more person per. Well, if one more person posts pics of like, look, my IJs are locked. I sort of got to lose my brain. Oh, that's so great. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> not at yeah. all. Well, you can bring them here, and uh, I can okay. show you how it's done. And uh, show you how to do it. Now, I'm kind of new to the snake breeding uh, business, but uh, I could definitely <laughs> show you how it's how to do that. So uh, stop it, stop it now. <laughs> you stop that now. <laughs> I swear to God, if I can't breed all the forms of carbon python, I quit. <laughs> so, and, That's it for you, right? And the, yeah, I'm done. I mean, especially because we're we're working with harder to breed species than goddamn Ari and Jay is over here. So no. if I can get those to go, and the IJs are like, nope. I'm like, clearly these Aryan Js are broken, and uh, they need to go away. <laughs> oh, wow, we're getting a whole bunch of people hey. over in the uh, in the chat room now. now. See, what happens is, is I said that you suck, and now <laughs> people are coming from all over the place. But who can breed IJs? That's, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just going to hit on this real quick, Owen. You saw no, I put no, we it don't have to. No. <laughs> I, no. I posted up a picture today of the uh, uh, chondro uh, that I picked up at uh, Carpet Fest, and uh, I got uh, I got this real macro lens. And I was able to get mm-hmm. in uh, real close, and sure enough, uh, I thought it was looking for you and wondering where you where the chondros are. Yeah, where are the chondros yeah. at Rose? Where are the chondros? Gee, I One don't know. Day, let's think. Let's think. The chondros, oh, we have no room for chondros. We have scrubs, which are 
full of teeth and rage. <laughs> and then we have white lips, which are more teeth and rage. And then all the carpet. Shut up. All right? We're not doing condos right now. Uh, I mean, that zebra jag that I got, that oh, you male. son of a bitch. <laughs> what? The zebra jag? No, no, shut, no, 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 no. Oh, Only I didn't want to. Chondro, but he can't breed IJs. He doesn't stand a chance of breeding Chondro. See, this is why we don't do the chat anymore. God damn it. I have three <laughs> red tiger females and I'm... no red tiger male. Hey, tiger males hey. too, but I'm not uh, doing anything with them. Um, what the hell's your problem? I hate you so much. <laughs> but... What's the matter? <laughs> Uh, what the hell are you doing? You're just going to let the red tiger females just sit there? God, I yeah. hate you. <sighs> yeah. Well, hell, if Aislinn, if Aislinn keeps bugging me, I'll just send Orion to you, and then you just chuck him in with your girls, and he'll we'll breed everything, and then I'll die a little on the inside. <laughs> nice. <laughs> there you go. Um, you, you, get, you, get, you have a cocky tone in your voice every time you talk about how you can breed your IJs, like, with your eyes closed while you swirl brandy and laugh about, oh, I can't do it. Um, so, you know. I mean, like you the fact that RJ's at this point, Owen, right? Is that is that I, the plan? Because it seems like it should be. Well, I sent my female to Jason Balin, and she's literally been with him for like a year. And they she's been locking up with every boy he has, but there have been no ex. And the granite male is still here with me. And I don't have no idea what the hell I'm going to do with him. So this will kind of be the season of, if she doesn't produce at Jason's place, breeding with numerous IJ males, then something's wrong with the girl. She may be infertile or whatever the hell. Um, or she was just in your then, presence. I mean, we have one with and then, Jason uh, apparently what your presence does. Yeah, yeah. Apparently just looking at the IJs burns out their sexual organs if they're near me. So don't let me near your eyes, right. kids. I mean, yeah. sounds right. Well, if Owen could just breed IJs, maybe he could afford rogue reptile T-shirts that actually fit people. <laughs> In this clip, we oh. he, we get a yeah. yeah I was just I wear my rogue T-shirt all the time. A picture of an empty cookie jar, nothing. I would wear a rogue T-shirt too, Owen. But you gave me a T-shirt that I could have wore when I was 18. Uh, I'm not the same size. It's, it's a goal. I'm giving you a goal. <laughs> now you can work for it. Yeah. And then you'll feel better. You're like, look, like, I fit into my room. What the hell is trying to tell me? Shut up. <laughs> 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 All right. That whole batch was messed up. Shut up. Well, you're back, damn it. Hi, Eric. He was like, he was like Eric, uh, here, here, here's your shirt, man. He'd be like, dude, is it extra small? He's like, yeah, that's all I have left. right. That's what he told me. I was like, okay, I guess I gotta lose some weight in order to get in the shirt. <laughs> oh man, that old batch uh, is messed up. I'll get better ones. I promise. Did you just hang up on him because he just dropped off? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Uh, no, I did not. I don't have a control. I have no control. Owen just mentally just dropped Zach off the line. He just said, "I've had I'm enough." Drop. Can I get it? All right, that's it. I'm getting rid of Eric's lackey right now. Get done. Ah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, and I forgot and, and, the know, fact that you I, came. And, and, Go ahead. You know, I have a box of new rogue shirts that I was going to bring Tinley and just start handing out. Guess who's getting an extra small? So 
Well, I definitely ain't fitting in an extra small now. That's for sure. No doubt. Um, so. Well, Eric, I'm concerned that I'm going to get dropped off here shortly. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, hang in there, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I have that power. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Um, so <laughs> let's 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 get let's visit from uh, let's hear from Jim again. Um, <laughs> no, we don't have to. Oh God. <laughs> Everybody loves Jim from Morgantown. No, what's here? We've got to say. <laughs> Caller with the four eight four area code. You have a question or a comment? Hello. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> well, yeah, this is uh, this Jesus is from Morgantown, and and I've, I've dropped uh, my son on the head many times, so I really don't. Yeah, understand what the hell are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what he's talking about dropping snakes on his head. Well, Jesus Christ, Dad, and these things happen. So, I just, I just like to want to know if this is uh, like a regular. I mean, what the hell are you doing with your night? It's not a regular thing. It just that happens sometimes. Oh, I mean, no. you told me you had, you told me you had a date. What's going on here? So, oh, oh, oh. Christ, Eric, get him out of here. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Ladies and gentlemen, my father, Jim McIntyre, decided to pop on. Hi, Dad. I will talk later, son. Okay, see ya. Thanks, bye. Have a good night. Block that number. Block that number forever. Holy crap. Ah, that was awesome. I didn't didn't have anything to do with that. (laughs) Yeah, I know you didn't. Uh, Holy shit. All right, I believe this might be Howard. Howard, is that you? Yes, sir. Hey, what's Hi, up, Howard? <laughs> oh, that was spectacular. Hey, Owen Pop, you got it, man. You're welcome to my house anytime. Uh, your your son doesn't have to be here. That was that was spectacular. <laughs> he may no. He will take you up on that. Shut up. Hey, oh, come on. Well, what really kind of caught my eye was the uh, the crested geckos. Um, I don't know why they just kind of <laughs> they just kind of caught my eye, and uh, I've been looking at them um, for quite a while. Um, and uh, uh, somebody, I did a trade with somebody, and uh, rather than them pay me uh, money, I decided just to see if they wanted to do that. So I picked up, uh, you know, a few of them, and uh, I got to be honest, they're they're pretty pretty cool. Now I guess the cool thing that I guess that I'm looking at is. You know, I doubt that I'm going to uh, be like a crested gecko leader or something like that. But, you mm-hmm. know, I can see being at a show and being able to uh, even just pay for the show by selling something like that. I was going to hold off on Oaks, but uh, they offered a table and I said, why the hell not? And I can drive my new car out there and... Uh, Check it out. I got the new Rogue Mobile because my other one hit a tree. (laughs) Is it actually a Rogue? No. (laughs) I couldn't couldn't afford that. (laughs) I was thinking that's pretty cool. I went. I tried, but they're like, "No, Owen, go away." So yeah, it's a Ford Fiesta. Yeah, step down. But uh, did I ever tell you a story about that? I was. uh, driving down to Havard or Grace to meet Mo because I was picking up a male jungle 
and meet Jason because I was picking up a male tiger. And I'm driving with a bunch of rats in my back seat because I was going to drop them off for Chris. I hit a patch of ice, spun my car around, jumped the curb, missed a tree, and hit a lamppost, uh, spun out again, airbags deployed and all that fun stuff, into the front lawn of a bank where I finally came to rest in a bush. And um, the oh car God. was completely drivable, and uh, the cops came in, and the paramedics were checking me out, doing all that fun stuff, and so it was all right. And uh, after they all went back to their cars and, you know, were clearing things, I looked in the back, and apparently the uh, rat bags had ruptured, and uh, there were literally frozen rats all over the car, uh, floor, seats. Uh, so I'm just always thinking about what the hell were the cops doing? Like, Are you okay, sir? Look in the back seat of like, why are there frozen rats? <laughs> they didn't you know say anything, but like literally there were rats everywhere. Dead you know frozen rats all over the car. So <laughs> Well <laughs> What do we that learn? Was a fun time. <laughs> what do we learn from that clip? Jim is awesome. Eric the crested gecko thing did not work out. <laughs> did not work. Did not work out. No. Um Howard's pretty funny, and, and yeah, uh, Owen had rats in the back of his seat when he got and into Owen the accident. smashed the hell out of his car and lived. So yeah, <laughs> I'm disappointed though that you don't have a Rogue yet, a Nissan Rogue. What the heck, man? Give me it, give me a little bit more time. The new Rogues are coming out, and I need a new car. So we will make the transition and make everything correct in the universe. So don't worry, it's coming. Okay. Yeah, we weren't yet at the point of uh, realizing that Owen's vehicle was distinguishable by his logo on the uh, extra oh, car, the, the extra yeah, tire carrier. Yeah. So, yeah, that didn't quite make the three-year cut, but or the two-year uh, cut, but uh, that's in year three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, Howard, uh, when I had the logo on the back tire cover of the Honda, uh, which is the car I actually spun and smashed everything with. Uh, yeah, that was easy for vandals to find me, is all I'm going to say. So, <laughs> More year three action for you, forthcoming. There you go. <laughs> um, so let's see, what else do we got? Um, let's see. Um, let's do this one, Owen. I called this clip... <laughs> Baby in the water. Oh God! Uh, no, I was just gonna say what I what I do is is that um, uh, I I get a cup of water and I stick mm. it in the microwave for I don't know a minute or so. Microwave the baby. Got it. No, 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 no. I don't microwave. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't want to do that. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. No, nobody do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I just microwave the water to make it warm. And uh, I just right before I go to offer the uh, pinky, or the I actually don't do pinkies, I do fuzzies. I stick mm. it in the um, stick it in the water, um, warm mm. it up, put it right in front of it, and nine times out of ten, I get it beating the spots right away. Right. Well, <laughs> I, you know, again, it's you know, I always say, except for tonight. I mean, we're just we're having uh, sort of a laid back show, but for the most part, I mean, people don't really. Listen to us per se. <laughs> they they listen to the guests. You know what I mean? 
I mean, really, let's be honest. I mean, they're calling in for the. Listen to us right oh, no, no. I, I, I don't mean that in a bad way towards oh, the show. God, but what I'm saying is. <laughs> I don't mean that. What I'm saying is, is that you know, I try to line up the the guests in a way that they're gonna they're gonna promote, you know, bring their knowledge to, right. to the front. You know, for guys that are just starting out, because I tell you what, I wish to God that. You know, when I first started out, there was somebody there that that I could listen to. You know, I listened to Reptile Radio, and every chance that I had, whenever they had somebody that had carpet pythons on, you know, I'd be sending in an email, ask them this question, ask them that question. Yeah. So, you know, it's I, you know, it's just a way to promote the hobby. <laughs> I guess we should have called it microwave the baby, not uh, baby in the water, but. <laughs> I like to hold in your microwave the baby, right? And you're like, yeah, what? No. It's like she, she just kind of threw you off there for a minute, yeah. which is what I love. But um, The sincerity I mean, that Eric brings to the show is really fabulous. I know. That's <laughs> <laughs> why it's, it's really fun just to ruin him some nights. It's, and, you know, I've apparently made a five-year career out of it. So, <laughs> Good point. Good point. All right, let's see. What else do we got? What have we... Um, I'm trying to see, let's see. Oh, well, you know what? From time to time, I go on vacation and I let Owen take no. over the show. Oh, and, oh God. <laughs> and, uh, I have a hard time. It's like letting go of your, you know, <clears throat> uh, I don't know. Uh, like child. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, that control is kind of like, okay, well, uh, it's like a love-hate thing because uh, I love the fact that I'm able to actually listen to the show and, uh, you know, not know what's going to happen or whatever. Uh, so that part is entertaining. And then the other part of it is I hope everything goes smooth, which for the most part, you know, Owen never does, does a great job. <laughs> but never does. Never. Here we go. Never does. We're going to listen. Here's Owen flying solo. So I'm going to um, end the uh, – Unscripted banter, and um, we're, uh, we're going to bring on Nick. So hold on one second, click him on. Please, God, be there. <laughs> no, come on. Uh-oh. Nick, you there? No! I hate this thing. See, this is why I'm not cut out to this crap. Stop it. Stop whistling. For the love of God, stop whistling. <laughs> Nick, you there? Oh. Yeah, shit. All right. I mean, what? Technical difficulty. <laughs> um, continue the unscripted breaker. So. Yeah, so continuing on. Just keep hitting buttons. <laughs> Say something, damn it. You have to have Nick fall back in. Yeah, no, anyway. I'm excited for Nick to be on, too, because actually there's been a couple of interesting scenarios going on, uh, particularly with what looked like a spontaneous uh, albino popping up with uh, Ollie's clutch over precision. But, you know, Nick explained it online, but I kind of want him to go into a little more detail yeah. about what was actually happening there with some of the chromosomatic activity. So we're going to call Nick right now. So I know I'm hitting buttons. This is just fantastic. 
Morelia Python Radio is now hunting down people. <laughs> You're not on when we suspect you. <laughs> Hello? Nick, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yes, I hear you now. What are you guys I'm doing? <laughs> I can hear every word. I'm like, this I'm currently on my other line trying to call you back on a different phone. I've been listening to this whole, this all the shenanigans he here. He never should have left, okay? This is all his fault. Anyway. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not doing anything. I got this beeping on, the other li- on my other line that's actually me trying to call you guys. And I clicked over and you're calling me. So that's, as long as, I guess, listeners can't hear it, I guess I'll just... To tune no, it no, out. no, no. They heard everything. It's fine now. I mean, like, they heard me oh, calling yeah. you. It's great. So. Oh, man. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, I just, right. Eric felt that one. He doesn't know why he's feeling things right now. Like, shivers oh, down yeah. his spine, but he'll call me later and ask me what the hell I did. <laughs> How'd you feel on that one, Owen? I was, oh, dude. Like, raw panic. Like, the second I'm like, Nick, are you there? There's nobody there. I'm like, no, God. It's just like, <laughs> oh, God, no. Like, the only thing that was saving, like, that was that I had Luke there. And it's like, just, just just keep talking. Just do something until I can figure this out. And it was, and luckily it was a guest like Nick where once you get him on the phone, everything is better. So, but it was just. Sheer unadulterated panic. The second it's like, Nick, how are you? Dead air. So, yep. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so I would, I wanted to know what you were like. So, like, you listen whenever you usually go someplace. You usually listen to the show on your way back. When you listen to a show like that, where clearly I'm just dying, <laughs> so in like the first five minutes running around like an idiot, do you just sit there and go, this, this freaking guy, like, I mean, this, <laughs> uh, like, are you just sitting you know, there listening to like this, is Dory watching you shaking your head going, this moron. So, yeah. Actually, well, and, and Owen, just as a point of fact, that was like 25 minutes into the show. Just, just so we're clear. I, I know. <laughs> so yeah, for the first 20 minutes that you just sitting there going, this moron. So uh, here, here's what I'll say. Like sometimes you've been in a position where you're taking over the show and the technical difficulties are not your fault. But typically when we have a problem with blog talk, that means that nothing works. But for some true. reason you and Luke work, but Nick didn't work. So when I'm driving what, what back, connect them? Yeah, when I'm driving back, I'm like, push the fucking button. Push the button. <laughs> I was hitting every Just push the button. Dory's like, like what are you talking to... about? I'm like, literally, the phone number's right there. He just has to push the button. Get your mouse, <laughs> drag it over, click on the microphone. It's not easy. I, you, you're listening to me. I, lit, I literally hit every single button. All of them. Yeah. All, like, multiple times. Ah, uh, Yeah. But no, for the, <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a learning curve with doing a, a live yeah. show. Um, a lot of podcasts, um, you know, they'll they'll record it and then they edit it. But we chose to go the live uh, that was aspect, stupid. <laughs> which well, which is good and bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I agree. 
Um, it gives you a chance to uh, test your comedic humor, Owen. I, I really, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, it does. It also, it also gives time for, like, if we didn't do a live show, there would be no Jim from Morgantown because I would not allow him to call in ever. So Correct. I can't stop him when it's live. Correct. So here's a little clip. I, I don't I don't know what show this was, but apparently you were making noise and I was trying to keep things quiet. So let's let's hear this what one. What is that in the background? I'm playing a uh, or something? You got possibly <laughs> a train. Don't worry about it. I don't need to tell you where I am. <laughs> oh, fair the enough. The important thing is that I called in. <laughs> that is true. That is true. True, true, true. Uh, I guess the uh, announcement is uh, for the world of Australia is that. Wait a minute. Somebody's like deep breathing into their phone. What are you doing, Owen? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> oh, we don't want to know what you're doing waiting right now. For, waiting <laughs> for you. <laughs> uh, anyway. I think that. Uh, oh, we lost. We lost Owen. I don't know what happened to him. Yeah, that's no biggie. We can keep going. <laughs> <laughs> He'll probably call back in. Owen, anyway. Owen's easily lost. It's okay. <laughs> so it's not just you that screws it up, Owen. Sometimes I do too. Well, it's also sometimes Blog Talk. Blog Talk has this sense to like know right when we're about to have like a really good show that we're both really excited about with somebody that we've been trying to book for years. Cause that's like when it never works. It's like, that's when it True. shuts down. That's when our audios mess up. That's when it drops everybody. I, and, and we've had a few shows where we had to cancel due to technical difficulties and that we don't ever like doing that, but no, no, but it happens. It definitely happens. You know, um, so let's see. We're getting through these clips here. Um, let's see. What have Maybe we got? do a couple more of the recent stuff, the new stuff that people have sent, just so just so people feel appreciated. <laughs> oh, you mean the? Uh, yeah, sure. Let's. Uh, all right. Let's let's hear from our good buddy Bill. What does he got to say? Hey, Eric and Owen. It's Bill Stegel. Where's the time gone, huh, guys? I just wanted to thank you guys and uh, congratulate you on five years of bringing it with the show. Uh, the Morelia community owe you guys a lot, so please keep up the great work, and I'll see you all in a couple of weeks at Tinley. All right, thanks, guys. Bill's going to be at Tinley? Oh, yeah. goody. Yes. I didn't think he was going to make it. No, definitely. Come on, man. Um, what the hell was I thinking? So, uh-huh. so <clears throat> here's somebody here's here's somebody that me and Owen were definitely um was high on our rock star status list uh back in the day and uh here's a little clip from him. Marilia Pythons Radio celebrating five years. Owen, Eric, I wanna congratulate you on job well done and uh many future uh shows hopefully in the works. Uh hope to be back on again. And uh just want to congratulate you guys on, on making this far when a lot of programs haven't made it past two. Uh, it's been a great program. I enjoyed listening and enjoyed being able to uh, be a guest. So once again, congratulations, you guys, and I hope to talk to you soon. That was Michael Pinnell. 
Um, That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And uh, let's pick one more. Let's see. Uh, uh, let's see. Let's Who's see. Wesley? <laughs> let's what? let's pick this. Huh? Let's pick let's pick this one. Hi, this is David Kelly. And congrats to Morelia Python Radio on five years on being the best source on all things Morelia. <laughs> there we go. Okay, cool. Kelly. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> How many people were so excited to, you know, to congratulate you guys. You know, it's it was really great. It was really easy dealing with it. Uh, Bill especially, man, you know, you can tell. You can tell by what people are doing, how uh, giant out the spot they are with the responses, and and Bill above all was great, and but everyone mm-hmm. gave a gave a really great response and was really really thrilled to do it. I mean, there are a couple here, and Eric knows who they are, who were just totally ecstatic, ecstatic to get the opportunity to say congratulations. Yes, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, We'll hit on a couple more. I still got a couple more in there um, as we get through. Oh, well, wait. We're almost out of time. Anyway, let's see. What else? You know, another guy that was uh, very influential in both me and Owen in the early days is uh, Jason Balin. Um, And this little clip cracks me up. Um, I like Jason's sense of humor. And I I just thought this was pretty funny. Awesome. So, um, Tell us a little bit about your collection. Uh, you know, I, you're you're the guy at the show, Jason. Then I come running up to it, and I'm like, I got a caramel, and you're like, I have six, Owen. You need to go sit down now, and you know, then I go off. Um, what's going on with your collection right now? I don't think I'm that rude about it. <laughs> <laughs> I never say you. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. <laughs> um, no, um, what do I have right now? Good gosh, I'm I'm working with. Uh, I do have God, a pair. I of love that clip. One pair. <laughs> I'm not thinking rude, that, rude about it. <laughs> okay. Oh God. Uh, see, that's just the kind that of fun is, that, that we is have. Like sense of humor. Yeah. Oh, I love that's, it. That's oh my funny. God. Yeah. <laughs> I think the last show yelled at me because the last show I saw him at it was a Habit of Grace, and I was in front of his table. And he's like, will you just get behind the table? You freaking belong. I'm like, all right, okay. He's like, you can get behind the table, you know. I'm like, all right, it's okay. I'm sorry. So, yeah, it's funny. So, uh, let's see. Uh, we'll hit uh, – let's hit this one real quick. So many clips. Yeah, so little time. Um, now, nah, we'll hit this one because this will kind of tie in with Jason Balin. So, the first Tinley – that I went to, uh, Owen mm-hmm. didn't make it with me. <laughs> didn't go. Owen yeah, didn't go. So, so I went That's by myself. Good. I split the table with Julie. So it was me, Julie, mm-hmm. Howard, Jason, Luke. Um, and I, I think that was pretty much who we were hanging out with. Um, and we were burning Owen's business cards. And, yes, you were. Oh, man. <laughs> Apparently there's pictures of me pretty drunk I don't know, but here's the clip I I think I have several text messages That you should just hope to God I delete Right now From you, one And uh, from the various other people 
at Kinley who were busting my balls for not being there. Uh, <laughs> I got I got I got pictures and there's this one text where I swear to God you must have been hammered. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's the post on my Facebook where he's like, "We all love you, Owen." I'm like, "Oh God, all right, I'm just gonna ignore this one." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one goes into the the, the uh, hammered uh, file. No, so, I really wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't that bad, but you wasn't know. that bad. You weren't hanging. You didn't <laughs> well, break under you know, Howard's peer pressure. Actually, here in in Philadelphia, yeah. uh, when I hang out with my friends, um, yes. Uh, they drink like Coors Light and like you know, sh- you know crappy beer. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when I go and hang out with Luke and and Howard and and Julie and you know those guys, uh, you know we're we're stuff. drinking the real stuff. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So, so my you know uh, it doesn't take me as long to get to the happy place. But uh, the, there was a booth that was set up next to us, and they had like these. Melamine uh, cages that they made in like 1972, and they were trying to sell them. And uh, it was just—I don't know—it didn't—it didn't feel like Tinley Park. It didn't feel like somebody that should be at Tinley Park. But that was just my overall impression. A couple times they kind of blocked us in, but luckily Julie was there to uh, put them straight. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Yeah. So if you have your kids uh, cover their ears, but uh, mm-hmm. me and Julie were over there. We're unpacking. We're setting up the table. And uh, what do you call that stuff that goes in the bottom of your desert snow? Desert snow. Desert snow. Is my enemy. <laughs> yeah, so... apparently you just can't handle it. <laughs> yes, I cannot at all. It's all over the place. It's all over the floor. And I, I, I look at the, me and Julie are looking at each other like fucking Owen. <laughs> so. Uh, uh, I looked down at uh, Jason's table and Howard's table, who used the same stuff, and uh, I was like, oh, maybe it's fucking Eric. <laughs> you know, <what> <laughs> maybe it's not Owen. Maybe yeah. Eric is retarded and can't yeah. figure it out. And uh, just bring a dustpan. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Remember, I'm an amateur. So. Right. <laughs> Wait a minute. The dustpan wasn't in the bucket, so I just assumed that everything I needed would be in the everything bucket. Everything you needed was in the bucket. That was a test. You failed. Okay. How many times have you, Brandon? We're listening to you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. My question. <laughs> Only once, which I kept reminding everybody is, I was like, I'm kind of new to this, and it was uh, <laughs> very. Uh, let's put it this way. I felt uh, very. Uh, I don't know if insecure is the right word, but <laughs> in well, the likes of the, Justin and Terry, you know, I mean, well, let's like, say, well, wait a minute. Just, did Justin go on first? Yes. Okay. And then you? No, I went last. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I, I would feel insecure too. It's like, okay, two of these guys, then me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was talking uh, about something that I knew about, but it was just the point that, you know, I've only been doing this a couple of years, and these guys have been doing it for for way longer than I have. Yeah, so just to give a little story behind that, I forgot about that totally. The, yeah. This is 2000 and tw- the 2012 um, at Tinley Park. Um, they did a Carpet Python Symposium 
Um, and mm-hmm. the speakers were Justin Jewelander, Terry, Terry Phillip, and myself, which I couldn't figure out for the life of me how I got lumped into this category with them. Um, Justin's talk was about like natural history, um, and uh, Terry's talk was about, which was funny before the before the before we went up, he was kind of like, um, "Did you prepare anything for this?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, kinda." And uh, he's like, I don't got a fucking clue what I'm going to say. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. And uh, he, he got up there and gave the best talk of all. Um, he kind of talked uh, a little more in detail um, of what he keeps and his his approach to uh, keeping, um, which if you've never heard the Terry Phillip episode, uh, definitely uh, go back and check that out. But um uh, I talked about carpet python morphs was basically uh, was my talk. And um, I guess I can tell this story now, which is kind of funny, but I've never really told this story out loud. But um, at the time, Nick had the stone washed. And yeah. Nick would send me... Oh, boy. <laughs> Nick would send me various pictures of morphs that... Uh, either himself or Paul was hatching out, you know, projects that I was um, invested in or like, you know, that kind of stuff. So it was kind of like, you know, we would talk all the time. He'd send me a picture say, you know, don't say nothing, whatever. So I was asking him, I was asking him um, about whether or not um, he could send me some pictures of morphs and stuff. And he's like, sure, no problem. So he sends me these pictures, but I don't realize that the stone washed, he hasn't he hasn't released this yet. That he's proven it. Yeah, he has proven it out yet. Um, but uh, he produced them in this in this year. Um, so I go <laughs> stupidly. Did you put him in I the go, presentation? I put him in the presentation. <laughs> oh God. So I get back from Tinley. I'm super excited. I'm like over the moon that, uh, uh, you know, that I was, uh, that I was even there and that, uh, you know, I gave the talk and blah, blah, blah. It seemed to go well. Um, and then <laughs> he calls me up and he's like, what the fuck? Eric? <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, what, what you, I do? You, you put the pictures of the stone washed up, and I'm like, um, was I not yeah? supposed to? It's, yeah, I didn't think I was not supposed to do that. What are you doing oh, to me? God. Oh man, yeah. But uh, you know, it was an honest mistake. I didn't. I told him I was like, dude, I would never do that to you. I didn't realize that. That I just figured that those emails, the emails that you sent me, were all good to go. So I put them up. Um, but apparently, you know, Nick is like the. Uh, the guy from Game of Thrones, I can't think of his name, but he has like ears everywhere. So oh, yeah. <laughs> somebody from that talk went back and told Nick, Oh, cool, you got some stone wash, some new morph that hatched out of bread lie and oh man. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty screwed up. But uh But what are you gonna do? So Oh That's man. Funny. So, oh man. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, that was a that was a rough phone call for sure. Cause, you know, somebody <laughs> that I, I, somebody that I look up to, and I'm like, oh shit, screwed this up. So, God, yeah, 
Um, so I had this clip. I I called it bringing something to Hamburg, but I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what this entails, Owen. So let's listen. Oh uh, yeah, good. I brought him to Hamburg good. once, and then I was okay. told never to bring him back again because <laughs> he was sold that quickly. So yeah, that was that's how that one went. What are we talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Right. right. So this is where you bring some, I believe, coastal that you somehow traced back to Nick that was just a terrible animal that uh, oh, then yeah, was sold to Jason Hoffner. And I just thought it was hilarious the way you said, I was told to never bring him back again. And what you really <laughs> meant was that he was sold. And yeah. for some reason, just that, the way you had phrased that was absolutely hilarious. Didn't really intend for this to be in here, but. That was what I found just totally. Well, hilarious. what's what's even funnier is that same animal was one of the lots at the first carpet fest because he had gone to this other guy's house and ruined his life. Uh, so you know, that this, one. it was a it was a Lemke coastal male, which in hindsight I probably should have just put up with his ass because of the good bloodlines and stuff. But you know that uh, that animal was at. Uh, Carpet Fest was a lot at Carpet Fest. Didn't get bid on at all, and ended up going back to that dude's house. Who, when he sold off his entire collection, don't know where the snake ended up. So, right. Yep. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, it. I don't. I don't know. It's something about the language of I was told never to bring him back again because he was sold never in again. Ten minutes. That was just totally <laughs> hilarious. See, I wish that would happen at every Hamburg where I walk in and someone would just buy something in the first 10 minutes of the show. That never happens anymore. So. <laughs> the good old days. Well, maybe it'll be this Finley. You know, you never know. Yeah, God, Although, I hope so. with you showing up Friday, who knows what the heck's going to happen. This, this is a mess. <laughs> I this will is a mess, up. I tell you. Listen, you send all the lower-level people first to set up and prepare for your arrival. And then the peons are preparing up. for your arrival. The, right? Exactly. Okay. I send I send my hobbit. He fixes up the table. I arrive, yeah. tell him he's done everything wrong, and watch him do it again. And then well, we can Owen, go get a drink. I, I would say we'll, we'll see what happens Thursday night you know, when I will be there with Eric and Matt and Matt's wife. And and then we'll see we'll see how that goes. We'll see. No, 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 no. no. I arrive and then and then everything starts. It's okay. See, the problem is, is that Jim and I both scheduled these vacation things around the same time. And Jim apparently is leaving Wednesday because he thought I was gonna be in the office till Friday afternoon and then appear magically somehow in Chicago. Friday night. I don't think he realizes how far away Philadelphia is from Chicago. Like, I don't think he can grasp that. He thought I was just going to drive Friday afternoon and then get there. So when I told him I was trying to leave Thursday, exactly. Apparently he has one. So when I told him that I was going to be leaving Thursday morning, that apparently, you know, just was throwing a match into the powder room and explosions and, horribleness so uh we made it that i'll stay till friday afternoon but i gotta fly so that's what we're gonna be doing so i'll be arriving friday night 
I, I would say, Ellen, that the secretary of your, you all's office seems to have it nailed down, but, man, she can't keep anything secret from you. I was, I was very no, explicit no. about this, and yet it, it did it's not work really out. It's so. really easy to find things out, especially because when I'm walking to go get coffee and she's, like, covering up paperwork on her desk, I'm like, what's going on? So it's, it's, the, the subtlety is not in my office. It's not at all. So, um, yeah, <laughs> it was really easy to figure out that – Rob Stone's been calling the office, so yeah. I wonder what he wants. Well, I mean, I, I was going to give a pseudonym, but I thought she had it nailed down. That was the problem. Well, she just wrote Mr. Stone. It's Jim who doesn't ever look at his messages. So that's how I found mm. out. He leaves papers leaving all over the desk. So, you know. Well, and he's got meetings all the time. I tell you what, every time I call, it's no, Jim's in a meeting. I'm going, well, is he dodging <laughs> yeah. me or what? we've actually been like usually he's out on the road and the problem is is that if if you had been anybody else i was there to take your phone call but you can't talk to me so it was if dad was tied up or uh out on an appointment or something like that amy was just telling you that he was in a meeting this way with like for it was quickly to get it across that the only person that was available was me, is according to what she said. So, yeah. Mm. Well, fair yeah. enough. Oh. Well, that's good. I, I was thinking you guys had way too many meetings relative to what you're doing. So. No, we're trying to do work. I have to – there's this guy I know who just bought a house um, who didn't talk to one of his friends who's an insurance agent who I have to correct this problem as soon as what possible. What a jerk. Yeah, I know. man. nerve. So, you know. The nerve. Fine. <laughs> nerve of some people. You know, if I were opening a grocery store, I'd call this guy. So. <laughs> that would be bad. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I told you, at one point I will show up at your grocery store and just start taking things off the shelves. I don't know what that's going to be, but I'll figure start it out. Start through them, being a problematic what customer. Yeah, no, I mean, I mean, heck, I'm filled yeah. with that compulsion, even being, you know, what, eight states away. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to. I just want to walk into his. I just want to walk in, open like a bag of chips, start walking around, just like eating them and dropping them on the floor, and see how long it takes for him to notice me on the cameras and come running out of an office. So yeah, <laughs> yeah that would be great. I would. I would get LP to tackle you. And <laughs> yeah. Put so you in handcuffs. That, that shoplifting. Yeah. yeah, it's like what? Yeah. It's like, yeah. That could Take him down. Quick. Um, well, then, yeah, then you so. switch on the phone so we could do the live feed as this was going down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just record it. Right. So the good thing is that because great. I'm not driving, because I'm not driving with these guys, I only have to avoid talk of Bigfoot on the way home. I know. Well, God yeah, damn so, it! So Owen, I, I wanted to talk to you about that. Sorry, Eric. I, yeah, I no, wanted gonna... to talk to you about that. Um, you know, so because of you, well, I thought I had you for a second. I thought we could split the rental car situation. Jason Stevens left me in the lurch. Um, I thought we yeah. had it. I was like, oh, maybe yeah. Owen will split it with me. Um, but now you're coming Friday, and that just, just yeah. ruins the whole thing. So I, I guess I can pick you up if you're willing to split the uh, split the tab with me. But uh, otherwise, I mean, man, it's an hour each way. It is. It is. It really sucks because it's like there's no airport anywhere nearby, <laughs> anywhere closer to uh, Timley. Because the last time I flew in was uh, 
it was right after my mom's wedding, and I didn't schedule anybody to come get me. So I actually jumped in like an Uber, and by the time I got dropped off at the hotel, it was 90 bucks. Right. I mean, which is basically what the rental car will be for me from Thursday to Exactly. Friday. So, I mean, splitting exactly. that, you know, that, that doesn't sound so bad. Maybe I'd, I'd come get you Friday if you if you have an interest in that. I, I'm just talking <laughs> out there, you know. You, you don't have to say yes now, but uh, if think about I'm it. I'm concerned what you have planned here because, like, if you roll up and there's a Bigfoot in the back, I'm just going to ignore you and walk away. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I want to know where this is coming from, because it always well, this, this seems would be genuine, perfect. But I mean, Chicago sounds problematic, uh, to be honest. I mean, it keeps trying to push me on these toll roads and stuff, presumably to boost that bill. Uh, it's yeah, got to be a collusion yeah, problem, with yeah. the rental car company. Yeah, yeah, soon, yeah see, now, see, now I'll go with, uh, I'll stick with Matt. He said he was going to get me, and that's his fault for saying that. So, uh, yeah, he, he has that, to bring me to the show. Yeah, that was his own fault. That was a mistake. Uh, I was going to do it for, but it would have been about 50 bucks, you know, was what I was doing that. (laughs) Mm, Not great. No. uh, Go ahead. Oh, and I have, have, speaking of Bigfoot, there's a clip somewhere here about Bigfoot. No. That didn't happen in season one. Yeah, this was the first mention ever on the show of Bigfoot. And you were you were going off about Animal Planet being a bunch of garbage. So I wish you could find us. Yeah, you were gonna you were gonna you were gonna kill a brother or something. I don't know. It was something else. But. Well, I do hate those people. So. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's this. Let me see if it's this one. Let's play this one. Uh, yeah. we, I took a trip to Virginia and uh, met up with uh, Dave Means and uh, picked up some barnacks. How'd that go? What'd you end up picking oh, up? I ended up picking up uh, two adults, uh, Java, uh, Javas, what is, I can't pronounce them. Um, Jaya and then Jaya Pures? Uh, Jaya Pures, yes, thank you. <laughs> <Jaya>. <laughs> Shut up. Well, there's a couple things I'm excited about. One, one we finally have uh, Ron on the show, Ron Rondu. Uh, Yay! Insert works. Um, we did you know, it finally. Yeah. <laughs> our, our schedules and conflicts and 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 all these hurricanes, hurricanes, <laughs> yeah. things that got in the way. But uh, I'm excited to talk to him. So we'll be talking to him in a couple of minutes. I, I was talking to Nick about um, uh, the the snows, and uh, we're mm-hmm. going back and forth, making double hats. And uh, I think he was saying that. I would be the only guy in the States that could create it. So I'm hoping that wow. that, that that happens for me to make some double Still hasn't things. happened. <laughs> Still hasn't happened. Still, that's why, Still. That's why Still I hasn't happened. There, you know, uh, I, I knew that, uh, what, that's 2012, man. You know, I mean, you were, you were online for it there and. What we're three or four years later, and you're almost there. Is Xanax female is just a bitch. I mean, yeah. what I have with my het granite female, he has with an Xanax female. So it's like this is <laughs> ten times worse because it stops well, him clearly, from making all kinds right, of good shit. You just need to swap them. You you need the coastal. Yeah, I can the the coastal. And it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Owen won't do what I want him to do. 
No, he won't. No, he won't. <laughs> well, he will now. He no, will he won't. when it first started. Yeah. <laughs> he won't do it now. He would because I don't. Uh, my my only uh, my albino male isn't old enough, and I'd be twitchy about breeding an albino to a, co- a Darwin to a coastal. So I'd probably just lie and be like, she didn't like him. So I threw in the exotic coastal. Hey, look, exotic all around, pure coastal. And Eric would get mad. So, so what you know. you're really saying is that Eric needs to give you both snakes, and then you can produce from both of his snakes. It's not the traditional breeding loan. It's, okay, both <laughs> of your snakes are in my place, and I'll do it for you, is what you're saying. I, I guess we could do that. I mean, and then well, I'd send my granite to him, and he could make it with whatever IJs he's got cooking up over there. See, this is why I choose to do breeding loans elsewhere. I do have, uh, I do have names <laughs> on loan from uh, Julie. Um, her uh, I think it's a VPI uh, jungle. Oh, I, I have not known this. Who's yeah. this thing that's by? You have a zebra? No, no, no. It's a jungle to make zebras. Oh, it's actually zebra tags. So, so whoa, whoa, whoa. We can't we take can't take gypsy, but we can take uh, hers. I see how it is. See <laughs> well, how it's gonna be a when, fight. <laughs> when, when you, no, when you decided to go and stay pure, I, I had yeah. to go elsewhere to <laughs> So Owen, this is your fault. <laughs> yeah, so if you wanna stay pure and all that kind of stuff, then so be it, but you know. <laughs> The Frankenstein I'll just go find someone who let me be crazy. The Frankenstein crane <laughs> is going to roll without you, my friend. Shooting up all over the forum and such. Favorite base morph of carpet python, what would you go with? Look, Chris Behoff needs to get a day job or, or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good old man. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's awesome! But I do that's, like that the Frankenstein, Frankenstein train well, is rolling without you, my friend. For a while, we kept doing the whole like. For a while, for a while, we kept doing the whole like, here's Owen in his room, you know, nonchalant, being all pure, and here's Eric in his room. Throw the switch, Igor. You know, that's what we were doing for you for a while. Uh-huh. So. Uh, somehow we flipped it that you're the meticulous planner and I'm throwing jello at the wall. So, you know, we'll, we'll probably go somewhere else later. You know, I have to say this, Owen, that the one constant that, that I have to give you credit for this, from the very first episode that you were on, you talked yeah. about caramels and your caramel projects. And, you know, Don't here we fun. are. That was 2011, <laughs> and here we are in yeah. 2016. I just, I just got in the caramels, I think, in 2011 because they were 2009 animals. Yes. So yeah, yeah, shit. And here you are. Has the project progressed to where you you wanted it to go to? Uh, yeah, to the point where we're. Uh, this year, my, one of my first super caramels that I produced is breeding to an exotic male to make right. uh caramel's head. I mean, we've gotten to the point now where my super caramel jags are on point. The super caramels that I'm producing are kind of kick ass looking. So now the next level is throw some exanics at it. So yeah, I, I, I would feel that the project's kinda of got to the point where it needed to be. 
So, so I know Rob, you'll probably agree with this with me, but this is the key to being successful with breeding reptiles is that you stay on track and here you are, you know, five years later and you're still working with the same project, which is, you know, yeah. is, is, is yielding you, you know, really good results. Whereas I think this is the problem with a lot of like, you know, uh, scrubs and stuff like that is sure. that, you know, two years and then they give up on it. So, right. Right. You know, um, I don't know, but kudos to you for, for staying with it. No, seriously. Congratulations, Ellen. I I think that's great. Man. I mean, yeah, no, as Eric says, you know, listening back to those early episodes, the thing you were excited about was caramels, making super caramels, making caramel tigers. And Carmel Jags, and yeah, man, you've been you've been true to that vision the whole time, and the results now show it. And I mean, heck, you uh, you can sell a Carmel, that's no doubt. Yeah, yeah, I um, I I'm can't kinda, sell Carmels I'm for kinda, shit. <laughs> that's why I, that's why I buy all your Carmel Jags. But no, I mean, like, it's what I'm hoping is that uh, one of the other females that's going this year is the first ever Carmel Tiger that I produced, and I'm awesome. hoping by crossing her with this caramel jag that I still have to pick up that's living at Eric's house, um, <laughs> that I can make some good-looking super caramel tiger jags. But I'm kind of hoping that because I went the long way around the barn and actually now have a caramel tiger crossed with a caramel jag, that I can get that, like, really reduced pattern, but, like, mm-hmm. super caramel colors. So I'm really kind of hoping for that. Certainly in those early super- years, you guys... Yeah, we yeah. were talking about getting the, you know, the concern was whether you get a bunch of banded animals because the caramel was so banded. But, yeah, man, you've you've really done something there. And, I mean, heck, you've got something that's eating rabbits or whatever based on what you feed. So, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sure it'll give you 50 eggs. <laughs> my, my, well, <laughs> uh, I don't really know what to say here, but it, I will have probably about, four or five females that are right in the 32 egg laying size. And then I have about like six or seven females that are going to be in like the 20 egg laying size. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, not so many I, 50 years anymore. No, Sophie, <laughs> Sophie passed, but I have her daughter and people are like, you're going to get her huge. I'm like, no, I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want 50 right. eggs from the one female. So, yeah, no, I mean, as much as much fun as it is to poke, you know, at that stuff, I mean, I totally understand yeah. it. You know, it's one thing when you grew up something when it was one of five things, right? So you're feeding it every week or even more frequently mm-hmm. just because it's fun to see it do it, you know? I totally get that. It, it's just fun to poke, you know? It's not uh, it's not meant seriously. I understand how that goes, totally. Yeah. But yeah, uh, it's, it's, I, I wish Eric would hop in with some clips because I know there's content along this uh, along this vein. But uh, feeding, <laughs> um, I'm trying to maybe find... maybe it's not not easily identifiable. But uh, I, I I'm going to enjoy more when Eric's larger species of python grow up, and he has to do things like feed guinea pigs and rabbits 
and right. things like that. Like you know, and they've so. done that. Yeah. Well, let yeah, me see. It so. might be on this clip. One thing of all the things that I've not been able to convince Owen to do, one is maternal incubation. I think with the sheer number of Never. clutches I might be producing this year, I'm going to have to do maternal incubation. So, <laughs> excellent. Uh, shut up. Pennsylvania Carpet Fest. I took a trip up to Hamburg, and uh, I wanted to give a uh, shout out to uh, our uh, Pennsylvania Carpet Row. <laughs> it, was Mo, I, I <laughs> it was Mo, Jason, and Howard. Look, uh, you're Mo, all from Maryland. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it was the uh, Maryland Carpet Row. Where yeah, the Maryland the, Mafia, they call themselves. You know, I look at Zebra Jacks, I'm like, I got a zebra. That's pretty much it. You're like, I have four of those. It's like, you know, <laughs> different for you and I. If, if I ever went to Tinley with you, I'd probably end up strangling you because you'd be like, I have eight of those. I have one of those. 
Yeah, mine acts the same. It'd be like, shut up. <laughs> I don't have the Darwins, all right? So, yeah. you know, if you have a question or comment or anything, you want to call in and yell at Owen, the number is 347-215-7359. Um, we have a special hotline if you want to yell at Owen. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it'll go actually directly to my headset, and uh, I'll be the only one that can hear you. Right. If so, you want to call up yeah. and tell Owen that you just bought the rough scale clutch. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that, that's not funny at all. Hey, Chuck, welcome to the show. Glad to have hey, you. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for having me on. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, way too enthusiastic for us right now. Jeez. I, I'm sorry, Owen. I, I, will, I, I will calm down. <laughs> it's not my fault. My voice is monotone. Anyway, um, definitely glad to have you on, Chuck. Uh, wealth of knowledge that we'll be now probing from you is extensive. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Good little soundboard there. More Eric, the, uh, well, I think this might be a good point. At least it is for me in terms of talking about what our five favorite episodes from those first two years are. Yes, yes. Go ahead. Um, okay, great. I mean, I'm going to cheat a little bit here because I'm going to group shows together that I that. And again, as as we talked about, this is about things that I enjoy. You know, that's not necessarily about the content. You talked about Terry's show. And sure, in terms of content, that's really enjoyable. But in terms of just, well, either shows that I've listened to dozens of times or just really enjoy otherwise, my, my uh, chronologically, not necessarily in terms of total favorites, would be initial shows with Luke. So the first two, pre-Tinley and post-Tinley, the uh, the two shows with Blake, the one without you, and then the one where you were there, the one with Chuck that we just referenced, the uh, show where you and Eric or, t- or you and Owen are talking about side projects, uh, where you mentioned how Crested Geckos are going to pay for your table at every show, and then uh, the one, let's see, the one with Eugene would round out the five, the one where it was just Eugene, not the uh, Peter Mark and Eugene one, and then uh, an honorable mention would be the quick hit on Python temperatures, which you did after the Christmas special in that uh, second year, I believe, where you talked about how everything you were doing on Terry's method worked great, and you were going to produce a shit ton of Pythons, and everything was fabulous. Man, that's a favorite of mine, but it it only made that that honorable mention spot. (laughs) That didn't work out well. (laughs) No, it didn't go well. (laughs) Well, with hindsight, that that episode's even, even better. Even, Even better. better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about you, Owen? What's your top five? Obviously, the Eugene episode. Uh, there, I liked the Balin episode when he was on because that was just fun. Um, the first episode where it was like you interviewing me because I swear to God I must have been, I must have sounded robotic. Because I was probably so nervous about giving the correct answers and talking proper, and thank God uh-huh. that shit wore off. Um, then uh, post Tinley, because that was just fun hearing about all that crap, and that's kind of where I decided I'll never miss another Tinley Park again. Um, and. Hmm. I think we'll just throw in with the uh, 
the uh, pre the iCast live show. We'll do the iCast the live from iCast show because again, okay. that's just one of those where it's so ingrained in the history of the show of like why we never do live shows anymore and um, all <laughs> that other kind of crap. So I, I I love that. So we'll go with those. So for me, this was a tough one because in the first two years was kind of like my favorite people in the Morelia world. Um, so to narrow it down to five was, was, was a bit difficult for me, but I think probably my favorite episode from that time was Sean Christian, not Christensen. Yeah. <laughs> Christian. Not you, <laughs> uh, um, I, I, you know, with Sean, I just, I just, He's just the type of guy that, um, you know, especially when he used to post on MP, he was always very, mm-hmm. his posts were very knowledgeable, very thought out. Um, not that I always agreed with what he said, but um, I just, I just really liked his approach. Um, I remember when we, when he was on the show, um, he was excited about um, exanic granites and albino granites, um, which you know, he hit the money. He hit the hit the nail on the head with that one because uh Exanic Granite is a pretty awesome combo. Um Yeah, it is. I I particularly like that also because it's kind of like you know, I mean you hear me and you in one of the clips that we played earlier where we're talking about zebras and how excited we are. And it just kinda like I guess the reflection here that I would take would be that sometimes we get so caught up in the, you know, what we don't have and what we got to get that we don't appreciate what we do have. And, you know, it's, it's always like you're chasing this next thing where sometimes you just have to take a step back and really kind of look at what you have. And, 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 you know, that's why I said earlier about the caramel thing. I mean, where other people are chasing this, that, and the other, you're focused on this project. And, um, you know, people like that. I just, I, I just have to tip my hat to, when it comes to that. Um, <clears throat> Blake Bauer, definitely mm-hmm. uh, uh, a favorite of mine. Um, even though <laughs> I wasn't involved in the first one, um, <laughs> you know, I kind of look at those two shows because they were so close together, and so uh, there was so much info on Scrub Pythons in those episodes that really was never talked about. Um, you know, it was, it was, you know, that was, you could kind of uh, spend the night going into the rabbit hole of Morelia Python forums and uh, try to, to look up that stuff, but to have it all in one spot where, you know, he's talking about, you know, I remember the thing that stuck out to me is where he's talking about Tanabar scrubs and um, Australian scrubs are the most closely related, which you would never think that that's yeah. the case. You know, I mean, just just little tidbits like that um, was uh, was pretty interesting. Um, I really like the show with Rico Walder. Um, yeah. Again, one of those things that uh, was one of those guys that I was kind of honored to talk to. Uh, I'm so glad that we were able to. Uh, get him on the show and I feel like a smacked ass because for some reason his clip uh, didn't upload so I'm going to have to play that on the next next show or something oh like no that. but, uh, that's too bad yeah yeah. yeah. Let me uh, maybe t- here 
Eric. Yeah. Um, sure. Yeah, I mean, Rico was a really great guy, you know. I knew him. He was uh, he worked at Lowry Park when my uh, business partner had worked there, and so they knew each other really well, and that got me introduced to him. And he really was a great guy. You know, I, I, I know him. You know, he would ship stuff for a buddy of mine that was also in Tennessee who worked at the Aquarium. He would, when he was sending stuff to me, Rico would send it for him. He would also include uh, little gifts like 50% possible head, caramel male ball pythons and all that sort of stuff just to kind of yank my chain, um, hmm. and it was really, but, you know, it was all in fun. You know, it was a good, you know, he's saying, well, here you go, here's your problem now sort of deal, but just a really right. great guy. So that, that's too bad. I'm, I will eagerly anticipate that next time because, yeah, I mean, there's not only from the humor but the content and, and just a solid, solid dude who listened through those first two years, particularly once he got sick, you know, which was post his show, just saying, man, there was a lot of people expressing a lot of concern there, and I'm sorry it didn't didn't work out for the better. You know, um, it'll happen to all of us at some point, but uh, definitely right. we were all thinking about it, you know, and, and I think that's, uh, you know, as I say, something will come for all of us, but uh, hopefully we'll have made, I, well, hey, I can speak for myself, I will hope that I have made enough of a impact on, uh, you know, other people in this community that I will be missed in the same way that he is. Yeah, I kind of based my um, picks off of the actual guest in as far as not so much the knowledge, but just their, um, dare I say, uh, positive vibe in the hobby or whatever. And it just seemed to me that, you know, Rico seemed to be this guy that's always willing to share. Um, I mean, you know, he was, he was dead set on getting me and Owen into con funny because, <laughs> you know, you know, it's now you listen to that show and it's kind of like, uh, you know, we were like, no way <laughs> it's not happening, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you but, were game, uh, yeah. but, uh, Owen, Owen was dead set against it for sure. Yeah. I was. I was totally dead set against this. And then what happens is is that this evil, maniacal person who lives in Maryland and calls himself Buddy Buscemi just messages me one dark and stormy night. It's like, I have a free chondro for you. And then it's just like, <laughs> how do you say no? And then it's like, yeah, <laughs> totally screwed. You don't say yeah. no to Buddy. That's, that's, that's cool. You don't ever say no to Buddy. Never. So. so my other two were – I kind of look at this as one big show. I call it the Complete Carpet Python Book Tour, um, yep. which is basically Nick, Justin, and Ben um, all in a row, um, which is kind of just like one big show. Um, uh, and, and as I guess as – well, as an honorable mention along those lines is when we did the 100th episode, we did it with Nick and Justin, and I thought that was – that was a pretty good show. Um, yeah. I like that a lot. And I guess my, my fifth one would be Ari Flagel when he came on. Um, yes. It's very hard to get guests that can talk about um, the natural environment of some of these species that we work with. And I find it fascinating. Like anybody and everybody can talk all day long about, you know, how to keep a snake in a box. 
But, you know, when you're actually there in the environment and you can tell, you can probe into the mind of that person, um, to me, that's priceless. So that's kind of, that's kind of my list of, uh, the top five, but tons of great shows. Yeah, no, I think that's, two years, that's, man. that's an awesome list, man. And I think, you know, everyone really would do themselves a favor by going back into that, uh, back catalog and, and checking it out. As I say, there were some shows there where there was a lot of great material, but maybe it didn't, you know, turn into a great 20 to one minute, you know, sound 20 seconds to one minute sound bite, you know, there's sure. man, you guys put so much great stuff out there. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe what I'll do, maybe Owen sometime this week, we'll just do a, maybe like a 15 minute quick blast show thing. And, uh, just, we'll just play the clips. Even if you don't, if you're not around or whatever, I can just do it and play the clips, not really talk, but just so that there's a, I really wanted to play that one. <laughs> well, I really wanted to play the two, one with Bigfoot and the other one with Rico. Um, but uh, oh no, <laughs> yeah. the Bigfoot one is gone. Oh, I think no, I think maybe I think maybe what happened was uh, maybe there is a, a max capacity of clips that you can right. play, and uh, or you yeah, can I download. Mean, what? I sent you what forty-five clips or so. So yeah, no, I mean holy hell. Yeah, but there's um, still a couple. Well, a couple great things me, in there, you know, no doubt. Let me yeah. play this one we can, where we had a special. He's another guy that I want to get on the show, um, but yeah. uh, I'm not going to say who it is. But uh, this was uh, was pretty cool that he called in. Yeah, caller with the seven one four area code. Do you have a question for Josh? Yeah, I was going to ask Josh. I've been on his site and I saw that he had some uh, some really neat diamond jungle crosses. And I was just wondering if, if, he, if he ever, I was just wondering if you ever planned on adding any uh, pure diamonds to his collection, his group. I would I, I would love to accept the uh, my my only hookup for pure diamonds is this dude down in South in South Carolina, South, Southern California. And as far as I know, they're all like jungle coastal crosses and shit. So. Right, that's what I heard. Also, I was just curious, you know, because it'd be nice to add some pure ones to your group, you know. I know it really would, and. Trust me, if I could, I would I would be all over it. But I just I don't have the uh, I don't have the resources for that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> did my voice did my voice give it away, or was it the seven one four that got your attention? Um, actually, actually, it was neither of the two. It's just anyone who's been on my site and thinks that the says anything about Jungle Crosses has to be Gary Zay. There's there's no uh, two ways mm-hmm. around that. <laughs> no, it's uh, gotta be it's, it's gotta be. Anybody, anybody making those kinds of claims has to be like a first-class asshole. Well, I, I, that's my job to break your balls, so job accomplished. And consider them busted, good sir. Oh, All right, nice. my friend. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tune into the show and uh, keep going with your, uh, with your talk. All right, my apologies. <laughs> All right, buddy. Have a good night. All right, take care. Um, that wants to join us that uh, decided to show up. Uh, oh, Matt oh, decided to put on his big boy pants. <laughs> oh, 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 o
and uh, was trying to Whoa. still get into a room after the uh, were show. You, were you season. trying to, like, take out some trades on snakes or something? Why is your throat all messed up? Sometimes a man's got to do what he's got to do if he wants to get those that's, rough skills faster. But, that is you know, the we truth. Won't, we, won't, <laughs> we will not get into that. That is something well, we will leave alone. It's over now. We now all know. So I, I heard that you were you were itching to get to uh, busting my balls on the whole. Uh, I think we already did it. You just you were too busy out behind the wedding show earning your keep to pay any attention to it. That's all. <laughs> Well, you know, I gotta do something. You know, I can't just all be like Eric who pop by and like hi, buys his shit and runs away. Yeah. 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 Which Why I still do. Owen McIntyre's world right there, where the men are men and the sheep are scared. Nice. <laughs> 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 You know, I haven't gotten a single clutch this year, so it's a little early to be busting my ass about this year about if I'm doing MI or not. So. Yeah, we were just saying that we were talking about too, Owen, how me and you are so opposite in how we keep yeah. keep everything. And, uh, and by opposite, he means he does it right, and you don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then we just right. uh, I said that you know I have eggs and you don't. <laughs> Yeah, but then when your female starts to get neurotic and leave her eggs and you panic, where do you go with your eggs? You call my ass, exactly. Cause you, you, go over, you go over to OMAC, and then you, you're the one that starts getting a sore throat. That's how exactly. That exactly. That was true. Um, <laughs> that was good. Uh, although, it looks like Owen... Maybe he's back to the sore throat territory because it looks like he just spent his money on the flight that he was going to buy rough scales with at Finland. Bitch, please. <laughs> rough scale money is different than plain money. Come on. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, very well, good. Are, well, I'll be there in uh, person not, to uh, verify that. And well, I won't be sounds buying Sounds like you put a challenge on the them. table, my friend. Well, I won't be buying ruffies if I see them at the show because uh, – I already got a bead on a pair of ruffies that are coming to me anyway, so. Oh, Lord. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, well you know, right. my baby boy what do you have went point? over to, well, I have, right now I have 1.1. Okay. Um, and then I sent my extra mail, I sold it to Nick, and it produced right. the clutch that Nick has on the ground. So... When I call Nick for my usual, how much money am I going to be sending you this year? It's going to be one of those like, yeah, pack two baby ruffies in the box and send them over, and then we'll deal with the rest later. Like I got to get, I got to get a pair from one of my own boys. So, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's, That's cool. Yeah. I gotta Although get them I, eventually. I wish personally, you buy on a Tim Lee, but uh, just so I could give you a hard time, but. <laughs> I guess that's just my it's just, It all depends on how many sales I get at Tinley. If I get a bunch of sales at Tinley, you know, uh, having a bunch of people around me uh, might convince me into getting, you know, run a rat if they're there. Um, well, this past or week, you could just buy them for me, but I guess that's, you know, out of the question. I'll trade you a slightly used Hobbit for a pair of uh, run a rat. Uh, well, maybe we'll talk. We'll see. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'll, I'll let you check them out on Thursday. But anyway, um, this past week I almost bought a pair of Barron's racers, but somebody bought them out from underneath me. 
So Right. I heard you didn't want to put my stuff on the table. You wanted to buy stuff from Outback instead. It, it was rather disconcerting last week's show. Not going to lie. All the time. Oh, yeah. All the time. Definitely. <laughs> you said, you know, fuck the Therai, fuck the uh, Rhinos. Yep, yep. What we're going to yep. do is we're going to get some uh, stuff from Outback, and it'll go great. Yep. Yep. I actually thought about making tiny horns and gluing them onto baby corn snakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's a play, for sure. Yeah. I know, right? It'd be like, hey, look, an albino rhino rat, and see how many morons would give me, like, two grand. And, uh, well, I mean, yeah. we'll see if they feed at 40 degrees or not like regular rhinos will, but we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, you know. That's not my problem. They buy it, and then they go home and kill it. I mean, no, it's fine. Well, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think what we should do is uh, we should wrap up, and then I'll play the last remaining clips from the people that called in to give us some congratulations and uh, – uh, well, you know, cool. to will you be able to close it out with our special uh, Owen's favorite uh, from before and one of my favorites as well? The, uh, the little uh, music to take us out. Oh God! Which one? Oh God! Remember the uh, the little jingle to take us out? Shall we say? Oh yeah yeah no yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> yeah! I, I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah, we can do right. that. I think. Cool. Let's see. I hope. Yeah, I got it. All right. <clears throat> so, all right. Um, I guess I'll start, and uh, and like I said, we'll uh, we'll say our final closings, and then uh, we'll play out the uh, uh, the last remaining clips from the people, and then we'll play out that jingle. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, it's been an awesome five years for me. Um, I appreciate all the guests that have come on and, uh, you know, given their time and, uh, help to, uh, help educate people, um, on the, uh, ways that, uh, you know, they do things. I think we've had the top, uh, breeders and as far as Morelia goes, uh, from around the world. Um, we've, we've, this past couple of years, we've ventured off into other species, but, uh, you know, those back episodes uh, have tons of info. Um, that's why they're there, you know. So uh, if you're ever looking for something to listen to uh, in between podcasts, uh, by for sure, um, you know, go and, go and listen to some of those. Um, uh, I, you know, thanks to Rob for putting all these clips together. You know, there's 40-something-plus clips and going through hours and yeah. hours of, of, of time Jesus. to, to – sort it through so i appreciate that you know uh thank you to owen for dealing with me for five years <laughs> hopefully he'll deal with me for another five more <laughs> um i think i think that's part of the magic of the show um you know it was to me um you know it was it was really uh, important to find the right person um you know and and if for some reason that it was not eric and owen uh, I probably would still do a podcast type of deal, but it wouldn't be the same as Morelia Python Radio uh, because there's just not the same chemistry that's there between Eric and Owen. Uh, and I equate it to the same thing as like Larry and BT. You know, um, it's the same type of uh, type of vibe. So, you know, we're just taking a page from their book and uh, keeping it going. 
hopefully we'll get another five years. I know I, I got nothing planned for the next five years on Tuesday night. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm booked in. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I've grown a lot. Uh, I've learned a lot. Um, I don't know what else to say, but, uh, and, and thanks to the listeners for, uh, for listening and hopefully, uh, continues to grow. Cool. Uh, I guess I'll go. Um, definitely been a fun ride. Absolutely love every single minute of it, even if it seems like I have, I don't. And, um, uh, I absolutely thank and love all the listeners for the show. Uh, you know, everybody has their favorite episodes and so do we and just enjoy bringing you guys the show every Tuesday. Thank God we moved from Tuesday from Saturday to Tuesday. Otherwise I probably would have quit in the first week, like, you know, first year. (laughs) Thank God that, that happened. I mean, Christ. So, uh, definitely look forward to it. And, uh, thank you, Eric, for letting me climb on this roller coaster. So, uh, and we'll keep going. And obviously, very proud of everything that has come out of uh, Marley Python Radio. I'll claim TCP Keeper Radio is one of ours. And uh, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, little offshoot things that we're doing, little hobbies. Yeah, so yeah, definitely. Side projects. <laughs> Side projects. <laughs> uh, well, fabulous. Thanks, guys. And I'll. Uh... I know we'll have a great time at Timley next week. You, uh, Eric, and I will uh, have a lot of fun with Matt on Thursday night, and doubtless we'll cause problems for home come Friday, but uh, it'll be really great. And anyone who's listening, I look forward to meeting you at Timley or reach out to me uh, on Facebook or whatever. And uh, that's it. So thanks, guys, for putting this content out, and hopefully Eric still has the clip to take us out. Yeah. Yep. I'll play a couple of these. Yep. Hey, this is Ben Morrill. I just wanted to say congratulations on five years. That's awesome. I know, like many other people, I've spent lots of hours scooping poop and listening to Morelli Python's radio. It's made my poop scooping a lot happier. I've enjoyed coming on the show and and, uh, being able to meet you guys in person at ICAST and at the couple of reptile shows and have lots of good memories but i hope you all keep up the good work and look forward to hopefully at least another five years and uh i hope to get back on there again at least a couple more times and talk to you all about pythons yeah congrats i'm really happy for you and look forward to hearing the anniversary show talk to you all later bye Hey, Eric and Owen, I just want to give you guys a huge congratulations on five years. I mean, that is a huge task. I know from producing snake bites uh, for 10 years how hard that is. So you guys are doing an amazing job and a great service, not only to the Morelia community, but also the entire reptile community. So I just wanted to give you guys a huge congratulations, and I'm hoping you guys will be on the air for another five years and I can make this call for your 10-year anniversary. Keep up the good work, guys. Hey guys, it's Chris Rindles here from Head on a Reptiles. Just wanted to congratulate you on the anniversary of the radio show. Uh, keep up the good work. It's a great show, and I think you're doing wonderful things for the carpet community. Thanks a lot, man.
Eric and Owen, David Means here, congratulating you on five years of Morelia Python Radio. Looking forward to the future and all the upcoming shows. You guys do a great job, and thanks for everything you do for the community. Hey, guys. This is Justin Julian from Australian Eviction Reptiles. Just wanted to call and congratulate you on this amazing achievement. Uh, you guys have some great stick and to last this long is uh, very impressive. So. My hat goes off to you guys, and keep up the good work, and keep these shows coming. Uh, let me know if you... Hey, guys, this is Will Bird from ectotherms.net. Just want to congratulate you guys on uh, five years on the show. Thanks for letting me come on. I hope you get at least five more. God knows I'll still be here, cranking out as many of these Morelli as possible. Again, thank you so much for what you do for uh, all of us in the community, and I wish the best for you and everyone else. Have a great one.